Welcome to the next 8-4 Play podcast. I am your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. With me, the core team, essential members only. That's right. <laughs> We've gotten rid of all that extraneous bullshit. Mm-hmm. We've called the fat. All those, yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but we are, uh, it, it, it is down to slim pickings, just four people, which I actually think is good. I think four or five is like an ideal yeah. balance but uh, we'll as long s- as everybody's talking if that is true mm-hmm. we'll see how we we'll see how everybody does graham i'm looking at you i'm already at zero that's <laughs> right uh, first words just said there though um so uh not with us again uh this episode is uh is uh, jj epperson he has been called to the uh the esa trump council <laughs> so he's going to be uh handling that defending video games from those who would take them from us your time is coming. Or what is it? Your time is running out. I imagine if he did that, it would just turn into his pitch for like a Robin Hood game. Remember how that's the <laughs> Oh, thing? my God. He's always going on about Don't it. remind me. <laughs> I, I really do want somebody to remake that, uh, that NRA ladies video, though, with like a video game thing. I don't know who the video game character should be being. It'd be like, anyone who's coming for our video games, your time is up. Like pompous... <laughs> Dumbass politicians, your time is up. So and so, your time is up. Blah blah blah. You actually watched the video, so like I know what I know what you're thing. referring to, but yeah. I didn't watch it. I couldn't I had bring to myself it. to watch it. Oh no, I, I had to watch it. It's just so, yeah, it's just amazing. It's like an Al Qaeda video, but they're they're talking in English. Um, it's amazing. Um, but uh, in his place on the on the keys, there, um, that is Roy Dirk Wiggler Blakely. That's me. Yes. Wiggler, yes. Apparently, revenue. as this episode goes out, it's already too late to get that uh, that Wiggler head thing for Monster Hunter really? World. Yeah. yeah, it ended today, oh, yesterday. I mean, um, it, I I was on vacation most of between these last two podcasts, so I didn't see many tweets. I saw things like few and far between. I was like right. like up on the news, anything like that, and I saw just like a gif with this fucking ridiculous, yes, basically helmet or head i guess it is mm-hmm. that you can get Which in monster hunter world describe it for people who so one of the uh, endemic life forms you can catch in the game is this thing that it looks kind of like a like a snake just kind of poking out of the out of the ground yeah Which oh I, in the coral highlands yeah oh okay and i think it's actually um based on a real animal like i if, think eels do that. they do that on, i've seen those things underwater it looks yeah. like it should be underwater right yeah. exactly. yeah. kind of like, wiggle kinda, yeah but they're very they're very um Elusive. Like if you get near them, they they retract. Oh, I didn't know around. you could get them. Yeah, huh? yeah. They're like those um, those GI Joe tube worms, you know, where they had to get the uh, the heavy water to power the mass device. I do not get. Oh that yeah, that episode. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're old enough to get that, can pat yourself on the back and uh, take some of your medicine. Uh, but continue. So yeah, but the helm itself is is almost exactly the same. Like it's it's very. So long. it is a helm. It counts yeah. as a helm. Yes, it does. What is its skill? Uh, it has high rank. Or I'm sorry. Level two wide range, which means that if you, if everybody in your team is like burnt, like they have fire blight, and you eat a null berry, you'll cure everybody. Or if you eat a potion, everybody will regain a little bit of health. Oh, okay. So status, yeah, healing stuff affects yeah. everybody. Kind of That's actually effect. pretty good. I remember that from previous games. Yeah, my, I'm guessing that like their thought with that was to try to encourage, um, you know, kind of more teamwork. People like working together. Right. Kind of makes up for like looking like an ass. Exactly. Uh, that you're like helping out your your fellow players. <laughs> Although the community definitely embraced it. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw one GIF of a full 
room of which I think is 18 people you can have in a gathering hall. Mm-hmm. And they were all wearing the hat and they were all doing the same dance emote. Nice. And it was it was amazing. And yeah. You can color it too, because um, once you get to high rank, you can color. Right. The armor pigments. Yeah. 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 Oh shit! I didn't know that. That's so, kind of cool for. So wait, so did you things. get it, Roy? Then or is I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm kind of not wearing it though because uh, my girlfriend also is like really into it, and I'm just kind of letting her be the person who wears <laughs> the weird hats in Monster Hunter, I and see. I just kind of she wears the hats of, in the family, yeah, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can wear it for cutscenes and stuff. So that's cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you can ruin everything with that. Right. Because so the camera still focuses on where your head should, <laughs> should be. be, but because of the the length of the mask. Right, like, the actual head is far above that. And so you're just like staring always, at its neck, a lot right. of neck yeah. shots. <laughs> and like, if you go to take a potion, like you just slurp it into your neck. <laughs> so it's, it's great. It's Capcom's good about that. Like that was the best way to ruin Dead Rising too. You could like always wear a blanket helmet or like one of the uh, servbot hats, and it just shows up for all the cutscenes. It's cool. Nice. So Graham, but how does it feel to you who quote unquote finished Monster Hunter World? Scare quotes, finish Monster Hunter World. Now you're missing out on all this Wiggler action. <laughs> I There's like Alloy, apparently. I came back to the Wiggler action. You paying about the Wiggler? You yeah. did. Yeah. You logged so you got it? I haven't made it yet, but I got the three tickets that I need. So okay. was, uh, whenever, at any point, I can just get the rest of the materials and then make it. Did you do the, uh, the Alloy? No, I didn't do DLC? that. I also skipped the you're Horizon like the stuff. guy. There's no fist weapons. I'm not going to be Ryu holding a gun. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's a it's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that the Horizon one isn't all. It's like one piece outfit. It's a full set. Yeah, full set. Rather, like I would be okay with. You mean maybe, the alloy? Yeah. Okay. So is that what you do? You just put on it once you put on the last piece of armor. You just look like her? Exactly. no. Well, yeah. Like some some sets are. You just put them on once, and the whole set gets replaced. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. It's like it's like you can't put it on in pieces. Okay. What are the powers? Is that out already? What are the? Do we know what the the it, uh, skills are? I got it. I don't know what the skills are. I don't remember offhand. I'll be honest. Like once I saw it, and I saw that I had to have her face. Like I'd be okay with like. If I could yeah, do right. like piecemeal parts of her armor, but I do not want to look exactly like her, so right. I was just like, ah, fuck it. I, I got the bow, too. You can get the bow, and the thing about the bow is you can also, a uh, friend of the show, Andy uh, Church, pointed this out, you can you have to, you can upgrade the bow, so not once you've got the bow in her, you should still do the quest a couple more times to get tickets to upgrade mm-hmm. it to max, I think you need done. a lot of gems, too, for... Oh, uh, you need an Anjanath gem. Right. Yeah. So, oh. But it seems to have a higher than normal drop rate on that quest, so... The drop rates are now out, right? They weren't... I don't know if they were as of the last podcast, but I saw a friend of the show, Gaijin Hunter, picked up the Japanese strategy guides right. came out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they show the exact <clears throat> drop rates for everything Yes. from the different you know ways that you can get it and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, check him out on Twitter or uh, on YouTube. I, that, that's actually really useful information. Uh, yeah, it, especially if you're like, yeah, killing yourself trying to get one specific thing. Right. Um, there was some, oh man, there was some learning out of that that he was like, oh, uh, I forget what it was though. Like, oh, you should be doing this instead of that. I think but, some monsters is actually more beneficial to kill rather than capture. Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember off the top of my head which ones. Um, is everybody playing? So, so I guess let me finish introducing everybody. Uh, Graham, hey, Fever, oh. Howard, hey, yeah, that's supposed to be like a, uh, you know, like Fever on the like, pachinko machines kind of thing, but I, I'm, I don't have it in me to do pachinko noises. I thought maybe you were tonight. messing up like a Hey Arnold joke. No, yeah, I'm the only one drinking here tonight, which is also weird. Uh-oh, so uh, 
I don't know how I feel about that, but it might it might be affecting the uh, it might be affecting the podcast <laughs> energy levels. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, fever. Do you want to explain what fever means in in the Japanese context? Uh, educate the uh, our listeners a little well, bit. Well, we're talking about hay fever. Which is well, we are, but we're also talking oh, about fever. Yeah, no, if you're like the concept in general of sure. fever, like sometimes people use that as a joke. Or... Things are exciting now. There's all sorts right. of shit going on. Mm-hmm. Fever. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, the pachinko joke is like if you're doing well and you get on a hot streak, right? It'll all just say stuff. Fever. Yeah, it's fever. It's like this is. I don't even. I mean, it's it's the exciting. It's t- a little tough yeah. to explain, but yeah, it's, it's like, but it, it means that you you're getting paid out more and the chances that you're going to continue time, paying yeah. out more. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of it's like, like the, it's like being on fire in NBA Jam. Sure. Like basically. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Or multi ball and pinball kind of or I think in Tycho Drum Master, if you have a hundred hit combo, you enter fever mode. Okay. And one of the little guys goes, Fever I love that. <laughs> but you literally have hey, hey it's, fever, it's, yeah. It's rough. Yeah, it is. So we You too, right, Mark? I, yeah, yeah, not but not 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 too bad this year. I don't know why, but but other people have been like basically barely able to come to work mm. level of I didn't have hay fever i developed it last year it's ah. one of those things where like it just accumulates in your body and as soon as you hit a threshold oh that happens yes right. you just have it happen. and now you have it forever yeah so i had that happen in chicago and then i moved to san francisco didn't have it for a few years started having yeah. it really bad and then i'm like just running from it and then i came to tokyo and have it every once in a while it rained yeah. today hard too which which means is good it's not bad today yeah, yeah. but it means once it stops raining then <laughs> it's it gets gonna be like worse, twice as bad yeah. yeah yeah so uh i last year i developed it for the first time last year i just sort of put up with it and mm-hmm. i wrote it out this year it got really bad really fast and i get it mostly in my eyes where just my eyes are insanely itchy and painful okay so i went to the doctor and i was like what can we do so he gave me some eye drops uh, some medicine and he also said one little lifestyle thing you can do mm. is just wear a hat because that keeps the pollen. That's what's going on with this hat. Yeah, that's why. So I'm wearing so, a hat right now. For people who can't, yes, who can't see you, you're not only wearing a hat, you're wearing yeah. like a nondescript, just black hat. But a Don Quixote. Which, nice. which <laughs> you look like a criminal in a Japanese drama. Right on, yeah. In a Japanese drama, criminals always are yeah. wearing like a black, black hat. Caps, yeah. Like a nondescript black hat, yeah. usually wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Go for well. that Unabomber look. That yeah. also means just like you are up to absolutely no good. But for some reason, the black hat, the black hat and sunglasses is usually like you are either like a, up to no good, yep. or you are just like a straight out criminal, or you're like a famous idol who's trying to like hide herself. You that would have, you would have to have the surgical mask on though. For I'm that, all of the above. That too. Speaking of which, did you see what's his name? The actor who got caught. With like a 20, and it's not even that scandalous, but he's like 37. He got caught, quote unquote, with a, with a 22-year-old. This is in Japan? Actress, yeah. But oh. the, thing that, the thing that everybody was talking about was like, sound like news so far. what he looked like, what he was dressed ah. like. He looked like a, like a rocker guy. He's a, like a well-known actor. I should really know his name. Maybe he's trying to reinvent himself. But yeah, uh, but yeah you, need to, you really need to see it like a big, like poofy fucking weird hat like a leather jacket a thing and all the yeah all anybody was talking about was the clothes he was wearing that the paparazzi got him in and not yeah any of the yeah other stuff so um so rounding out the cast uh speaking of which rounding out the cast uh that is john full-time ufo ricky Yardi. that's right 100 percent 100 percent 100 percent clear all medals 
All metal. Didn't cheat at all. Didn't look at the internet. Didn't ask for help. On part-time UFO. Yeah. The uh, new? New? It's new in English. It came out in okay. Japan in November, but I actually didn't know about it. it. It totally flew under my radar. Me too. Yeah. But, flew uh, under your radar. Oh, I got it. There? Uh, from our friends at the <laughs> HAL mm-hmm. Egg. Yeah, how like seems phone, to be like a sort of uh, offshoot. Kind yeah, of. like cell phone offshoot. In the ending credits, it even thanks like the full time employees of House. So maybe some of these people are part time or something. I don't know. But interesting. Um, maybe that's just a joke on the title. No, that's actually a good point. It could be that actually. I don't know. See, you're too <laughs> but, close to it, man. Yeah. You're too close to them trees. <laughs> that's true. You can't see the forest. <laughs> uh, so what is this? I just saw like saw like a brief movie about it but basically what it's d- a crane game it? basically you know the ufo catchers in japan or, or as they say here ufo catchers ah, that's like the you do they yeah. say ufo ufo catcher? japanese yeah. really yeah. Yeah, UFO, yeah yeah oh i thought they call it ufo no it's it's ufo or ufo is it ufo or ufo it's ufo it's one or the other but it's not ufo let's it's put it that UFO, way right no no ufo ufo yeah, yeah. ufo right not but ufo, it's not UFO. Yeah, yeah, but but it's not UFO is the point. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's a game about those. Like you're a crane. Basically, you're, you're a ship from outer space. You're a UFO. Yes. And you have the crane thing attached to you. And you're basically like... Oh, so it's kind of like a play on words. Yeah, yeah. So it's a UFO catcher here is basically just like a crane game. Right. But this is an actual, an actual UFO, UFO shaped like a UFO that also has that a crane has the attached, crane attached yeah, uh-huh. And does crane game things. Like you you need to explain this stuff to the folks, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm getting there. These, pl- these puns, <clears throat> these delicious play on words. This is the stock and trade of A4, man. It's not like the game is, you know, really about the uh, the story. Delicious the... <laughs> puns. Okay, so you are, yes, you are. It's like an old school action game. It's like, it's like a, like, you know how they made Lolo, they made the box game that was really big last year, the box, what's it called? Box. Uh-huh. Boy. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Like they make a lot of these games throughout history. They've made a lot of these like sort of action puzzle arcade style games. And this is exactly like that. Um, basically you're going, each stage is like your, is a job listing. You're like, basically you're looking for job, you're looking for work. So you open up this book and you pick out jobs and each job is a stage and each stage is like a different thing. Like, you know, stack the, uh, synchronized swimmers so that they're like standing on top of each other or like, you know, Are these uh, like humorous job listings. Like, Hey, me and my, Synchronized swimming team are stuck. Come somebody. Come yeah, they, well, us. they don't have huge. They have like two word names or something. So they're just oh. like a small title for each. It's like Lab One, you know, like okay. the swimming two, whatever. But like basically, um, they're you're basically organizing stuff with the crane and like you know sometimes it's a balancing act sometimes it's like putting stuff in the right order sometimes it's like you have to make a salad and it's like a conveyor belt is going by with all these different pieces and it's like you know put six pieces in the salad bowl and then ring the bell. Or, you know, then there's, like, medals you can get. And the medals are the thing that I got hooked on. Each stage is three medals. It's kind mm-hmm. of, like, special things you can do to get an achievement. Mm-hmm. So, like, on the salad thing, for example, just now, one of them might be, like, not only make a salad with six ingredients, but make it with ten ingredients, and they all have to be different or something like that. Okay. Or, you know... Uh, Hard mode, basically. Kind of, yeah. And, and they're not always clear. They give you a little icon hint as to what the medal is, but they don't oh, tell okay. you specifically. So you have to kind of figure it out from, the, from just looking at the image. They're not super hard, but right. a couple were... A couple eluded me to like literally yesterday, like the last day. I finally like figured out what they were saying you should do. Um, so I finally got them all. It's so a really fun game. Controls are just—I mean, obviously they're all touch controls. But so how are you? There's two ways to play. There's the default, which I actually don't like that much. It's two-handed and it has like a virtual stick and buttons. Oh wow! So you can you know you move with the left stick. People are still doing that. And stuff. then yeah, I mean it feels it feels fine. It's not like a bad virtual stick, but like in general, I prefer to play one-handed, which is the other option where you just move back and forth with your thumb and then you tap to do the crane so that's it's just like a like a like a, a claw like a crane game 
controls, left and right, and a button to exactly. open the claw. Okay. Yeah, and that's oh, it. Interesting. And you, there's a shop, so you get money for doing because you're doing part time work, right? And you get money, and you can use the money in the shop to buy different outfits, and the outfits give you different. Slightly different abilities, like you know, one of them might make you move faster, or one of them might make the crane like go, uh, you know, go down, like descend faster. Or mm. there's just like they're mostly uh, just to look different and look cute, but they have little you know properties that make them. Like you might have a stage you're having a hard time, and oh mm. well, I'll try this one where you can go faster, and then it's easier or whatever. Sort That's of thing. cool. So, is there like a time limit on all this stuff, or what are you? There's a time limit, but the timer is just like that's one of the medals on almost every stage. It's okay. Like if you finish within the time limit, you can keep going. Right. But do it fast enough and yeah. get the. But then there's some stages where that if you run out of time, it's game over. So. So this thing really grabbed. I mean, how how much time did you have to put into 100 percent this? Oh, I don't know. Probably like 10 hours or something. It's okay. not like super long or anything. It was like, but I'm I decent mean, for a what is it, is it a paid app or what is it's it? a paid app yeah i don't remember how much it was it was a few bucks two three dollars four dollars something like that i think it's 3.99 we actually have it in the news 3.99 okay yeah yeah um nice. but you know it feels like a it's obviously not a nintendo game but it feels like right. a proper polished you know con- like handheld like i guess experience kind of a, like how and nintendo have that you know weird sure. it's a kind of is yeah. a nintendo game but not so like if you're into like you know you're like kind of shy away from phone games typically but don't mind playing the ones from like nintendo or like the big companies or whatever this is definitely worth checking out it's like a polished proper like this would have been fun on switch or on on you know 3ds or whatever too so it yeah. just happens to be on phone so hmm. al has experience with crane games there was that mini game in kirby's adventure on the nes Oh like, shit! Was literally the crane oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Mechanically, the, it's probably the same. So. The crane physics are amazingly realistic. Like they're very, very good. Like it's very, like it's super, super precise down to the point where, like, on some levels, you're just like super slightly nudging something left or right to get it in place, or like, oh wow, you know, as you carry stuff and you swing it back and forth. Um, you will lose your grip a little bit like a real crane, but you know, you could also like fly down fast to sort of like try to get a tighter grip on the object you're holding or whatever. So like the physics are, the physics deep, are really, really of, good. Yeah. 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 And so that, that actually makes it, I think really enjoyable to play too, because it, it feels like I never feel like I'm screwing up because of the game. I'm, if I ever screw up, it's just because of me, you know, right. the controls are super rock solid. Oh, very cool. Um, before we, inevitably get back into monster hunter uh world which i feel like we we just have to check in on that um roy are you right. you picked up bloodborne again That's right yeah is this as part again. of the return mm-hmm. to yarnum kind of fan initiative it thing? is it is yes i'm i'm pretty excited for this in fact this is a really cool idea it like is. i i saw a kotaku story i think on this but uh but yeah do you want to start off just telling people kind of what the what the hell that is so the basic rules are on March uh, 8th, create a new character. Oh, you even know the, the dates and everything. I think, I'm pretty sure it's March 8th and might be the 9th. <laughs> That's when I think the game goes on PlayStation yeah. Plus. So yeah, basically as, so, okay, so it should be going uh, as people are listening to this. Because, right. yeah, it is already the uh, the PS Plus game of the month. It's already free. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not sure if it's up already, but... It should be because it's usually oh, the first you know week of the month. Right? I said Isn't that, it? yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I when I checked two days ago when I got back in, it was already listed as the yeah. free mm-hmm. PS Plus game of the month. So yeah, you make a new character and um, you're encouraged to leave messages for players around. Um, specifically, I don't know if you guys remember the game very well, but there were these lanterns outside of different doors that you could interact with and you could like talk to whoever was behind the door. There's uh, a lantern yes. to like let you know you can talk here, and um, new like you should leave a message on it saying like, "Are you in the know?" And then um, <laughs> the the whole point of that is like, if people upvote those messages, um, 
like the way that Dark Souls and Bloodborne work, if somebody upvotes your message, you get like a little HP bump. Ah. You get like a little bit of HP recovered. Right. Which can be handy if you're like new to the game and stuff. So um, <laughs> that's one of the like things you're encouraged to do. Also, that's cool. Also like random invasions. They say to invade um, twice in each area before you kill the boss, but it's totally optional. Um, I probably won't do it. I kind of I more enjoy just like helping people with those bosses that are kind of uh, roadblocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like Gascoigne and Amelia and um, is Gascoigne one of the harder bosses in the game? He's like the, he's just the first one, right? He's he's the, he's the do you know how to play this game? Chain. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he's pretty aggressive and. I don't know. He still scares me every time I fight him. My heart gets going. Mm. Um, huh. I think it could be the music. He's got an awesome, awesome score. Um, so I think I stuck him on something like a tree or something. See what you can do? Yeah, he's got two forms. In his first form, he can't hit through the tombstones. That's in the arena, what it, But as yeah. soon as he goes into like werewolf mode, he just smashes right through them, right. and that adds another element of excitement. So, oh you know, yeah, yeah. He becomes Gascoigne. I love that. I love that mechanic too because you're like, oh, this guy, I know what's going on. Yeah. This is easy. And then the second you think that. He totally switches it up on you and just starts mashing you, yeah. I still haven't really played Bloodborne apart from, like, the first, you know, 15 minutes or whatever, and the beta or whatever. I got to that fucking spider. What is Uh, the name of that thing? Rom, the vacuum. Fuck that thing. No, don't give me that crap. (laughs) Couldn't be wrong. No, that is a shitty, awful, terrible (laughs) boss. I'm sorry. Just just so that the listeners know, I will describe the battle. Awful. You're you're on an an infinite plane that expands in every direction. There's a... And you just got, like, the shitty larva just sitting in the middle. He just hangs out there. Right. And you go hit him. No. And then, like, but, no. but then 20 or 30 little spiders rain down from the sky. Yes. Which you can't hit directly head-on because they're stone for some reason. Huh. So you have to hit them from behind, from behind from the yeah. side. Um, <laughs> that so. fight sucks. I hated that fight. That fight destroyed the game for me, literally. I, I like... Uh, yeah, I probably should have... Uh, like made a more concerted effort to get some uh, help on yeah. that uh, guy, but I did it a few times and just is that pretty far into the game, or is that pretty early on? Maybe like yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Apparently, like right before some weird dramatic stuff yes. happens. Oh yeah, yeah, that is right. Yeah, which I I'm still happy that I don't know, and I do. You know, I was enjoying myself, but yeah, that. Uh, so if you don't make it to that part, yeah, I can see how you might walk away mm-hmm. unimpressed. Because like right after that is the shit gets real moment. I mean, I was yeah. I was fairly impressed. I was definitely enjoying myself. It wasn't. Yeah, it was just the. Yeah, that boss really. Then you would love the remixed version of that boss in the Chalice Dungeons. Oh god, oh. <laughs> really? Oh, I need to give this yeah. game a shot. This you is, say that in a way that makes me know that I would not fun. do that it's, it's whatsoever. It's probably um, the best game to ever be on PS Plus, though. Like, the best thing they've ever just given up for free. Yeah. Like, well, isn't this sort of like a, hey, sorry that we're giving away, P- we're stopping PS3 and Vita stuff on PS Plus, therefore have a really awesome game this month? Uh, that was the impression that I got. It's a distraction. Aren't they stopping that like a year from now? Yeah, yeah but I mean, people, it's still, then, yeah. you know, you got to kind of lessen the blow a little bit. Like, they just Does anyone, it. do you even go and say, like, add to my library on the PS3? Occasionally games? on Vita, but uh, even so, like, it's it's for that, you know, it's for 20 years from now when I when I play all the games <laughs> in my backlog when I'm retired. Right. So. With your grandkids, you're like, like, hey, there's some shitty fucking PS3 game. There's some weird... Every Telltale game. Right. There, but there's right, like right. five games that you get now, like this month. I think there's four or five PS4 games. I don't get. even get them all anymore, though. I only get the ones that I feel like I, there's even You don't even say chance. add to library? I do. Well, that's that's as far as I even go, because I don't have room on my hard drive. But I just yeah. add to library the ones that I... Like, there's some of that crap is just, like, this weird, like, junk from, like, you know, whatever little company no, from I'm, Texas or something that, like, you know, doesn't I'm even... very... I was very surprised. Yeah, there was, like, a... like a, I, I wish I could remember the name of it. I think it's a woman's name. But this month 
one of the other games is like a horror, like a 2D, uh, 8-bit graphics style oh, really? game Yeah, that I'd never heard of. And huh. I was just kind of like, I wonder why is this the plus game like it seems like there's there's a couple marquee ones a couple big names every month um which like bloodborne that's pretty fucking that's impressive amazing. Yeah. right yeah, that's yeah, that's a pretty great value and like metal gear was in there not yeah, too long just five ago was in there, yeah. yeah so Next. that was finally went up last month or something. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well yeah there you go <laughs> so Nate, before we get too far away from this though so roy this whole thing with bloodborne is this this is like a like an internet-wide thing that's going on right now or yeah. what like, it's like a bloodborne community like driven right. thing to say hey if you want to replay it or maybe, you know, people like me who started it and didn't get into it or people who've never played it before and now getting yeah. it on PS Plus, mm-hmm. like, let's all, like, play it together kind That's of an thing. awesome idea. Right? I really like I, that. Super, super I wonder cool. if something like that's going to happen for Demon's Souls because Demon's Souls is ending soon, right? I don't remember. Demon's Souls ended already. It ended? Yeah. Already? Yeah. Oh, man. Really? Were you yeah. there? Oh, okay. No, server? no. Damn it. We didn't I'm give it a proper take out my PS3 send off. off. Somebody already opened a private server, though. Yep. I, did, I, I oh, saw nice. that they're working really? on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If on the PC, Wait, there is no, there is no PC, PC version. So it's I don't know. how the hell does that work? You probably have to mod your system. I don't know. I have no okay. idea. But um, anyway, so you're gonna mm, replay cool. it as part of it. You're already yeah. replaying it. Well, yeah, I got a bit of a leg up. I shouldn't, probably shouldn't have, but I like made a beeline for um, the. Um, Ludwig's Holy Sword because mm. it's like it's a pretty good starting weapon. Yes, that's the one that everybody talks about yeah. that you should have. Um, so any yeah, any other pro tips like beginner weapon is is that the one you feel like? Hunter's well, axe is a pretty good beginner weapon. I feel Hunter's like. axe is good because um, it has really high rally potential, which is like if you get hit by an enemy and you lose a bunch of your HP, if you counterattack really quickly, you'll gain some of it back. Yeah, yeah. And for whatever uh, reason, right. the Hunter's Axe has really high rally potential. And the two modes are very good in the ways that they are. Like, if you mm. switch to the two-hander mode, you've got really good uh, horizontal range. Mm, so right. you can, like, cover an area that spreads out in front of you, and the Hunter's Axe is just good. If you have it one-handed, it's good, you know, with single-target damage. So I mean, What about mm. worst weapon avoid at all costs? No reason to ever be using it. Magic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would probably be a rough go initially. Um, magic, just magic at yeah. all, really? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't even think you have the option of going just probably magic not, for yeah. like until you're at the point where you fight Rom. In fact, um, so I would say just like stick for maybe like a quality build, which is like you try to keep each um, your attack and dexterity about the same level. Hmm. You know, probably probably just about any weapon will be good in your hands hmm. if you do, if you're not the type that likes to worry about that kind of stuff. All right, so. Let's, let's just start talking about Monster Hunter World. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to, again. So I'm assuming, again, I haven't really been around. Uh, are people much higher HR? Are people just grinding for particular things? What have you guys been doing the last couple weeks? Roy and I are about in the same place, it sounds like. We're both so. very close to finishing it, but sort of not finishing it Yeah. for fear. Um, for me personally, it's like I'm purposely not going to the last boss because I'm worried that if I beat it, I might just put it down and start playing something else. It's like that thing in your mind where it's like, oh, my backlog is so big, I can at least check this one off for now. I don't want that to happen, so I'm just doing everything else possible at the moment. So the last boss, last boss, not the last boss that you kind of think is the last boss... No, yeah, well, there's literally, for me, there's two fights left, and one of them I've already beaten, it just, it was, like, in an investigation, it wasn't, like, Valhazak is, like, one of the, the Elder Dragons near the end of the game, and, like, mm-hmm. I've already beaten him, I even got a gem, but, like, I don't, I haven't done it properly in the story, but once right. I do that, then it's just last boss, and then that's mm-hmm. it, so. Yep, that's where I am, too. 
What what yeah. HR is that? It's like fourteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, it's so weird. Your how HR, the HR works in that. It's capped as part of the story, and then as soon right. as you finish it, it uncaps it. So all the and it just goes. Yes, it shoots up to wherever flies. you should be. Oh, afterwards. really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love oh, yeah. when they do that. So you know, because oh. we've been doing probably presumably you too, Roy, but like I've been doing tons of. I've been trying to basically f- and like get all the um completed on all these quests. So I've done that through six star at this point. Oh, I'm really? Up to seven star. Yeah, and uh, you know. Because I've been doing so many quests, I'm pretty sure my HR is going to go up quite a bit when I beat the game because it, it keeps track of all of that. Like, all of that stuff is actually counting. You're just not getting so it until you finish the game. So that's why everybody yeah, has such a crazy jump. That's, that's, that's a right. weird yeah. way That's of how doing it's always it. been, though. That's really? how, I mean, well, not always, but the last couple of Monster Hunters, yeah, it's I been like that for a while now. I don't understand that system. It just seems so strange to me because I, I, I always <laughs> want to have that as a barometer of, oh, okay, how much. Are you farther playing, along yeah. are you than me like how much more powerful are you than me like because you want some metric it's very handy in, in the sense though that I, I absolutely know immediately who has finished the game and who hasn't like just when I'm just by looking at people's HRs you know it's sure. like okay they're they're around the same as me oh they're like you know they're up doing those crazy tempered quests and whatever but but you never know if they're actually like well yeah I don't know like you could have put a 40, uh, maybe 60 hours into the game, or you could have put 150 hours into the game right. and still be HR 14. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. that's that answers your question from like three episodes ago of what is the guild card for? Because if you look at the guild card, it tells you exactly how many quests they've done. And like, you oh, know, it, it has does. all stats. It has a bunch of stats like that that said, I mean, Interesting. it's not like it's super easy to just go find that. But if I go and yeah. look at your guild card, I can hit a button. It will update to the last time that you updated it online. And then I can see where your progress yeah, is. Yeah, but I have to like manually update it? No, no, no. It, it just, I think it's just like as long as you logged in and played or whatever. Okay. It's, it'll say the date like that it last updated. I just so. I think that whole system is just a weird carryover. Like they need to fucking fix that thing. Especially yeah. because um, the guild cards always had like a unity level, which would go up the more that you would hunt with people who had your guild card and you had their guild card. Mm-hmm. And they still have that number. Like if you look at yours, yeah. it'll say unity. And what like, does that do for you? I actually don't know what it does in this game. I don't know if it does anything. If it's not anything more than just a, a, a you know that would be. A, a symbol of brotherhood. You, you being tight with your squad. Yeah. I what did so. you do in previous games? In previous games, at certain thresholds, there was an NPC who would give you uh, like a ticket that you could exchange for rare carves. Interesting. Which I think was a pretty good way to do it. Wow. So any um, there was another update I think I saw that happened in the last few days. Like one point uh, is it one point oh five or something? Does anybody know? It's about up to it? like higher than that, but I, nothing major in the last in the last yeah, little while. Really? Um, there's anything big. Yeah, if there was, it wasn't. It was just probably I don't know bug fixes or something. Yeah. But there's another. There's one coming up. Yes. Um, I think we'll probably talk about it in news. But we could talk about it a little bit now I too. But I don't think it's in the news, so we can just go. Uh, crazy okay. Well, it. there's going to be a, a an annou- uh, a, like sort of live stream or something on the 14th in Japan time, where they're going to show gameplay footage of Devil Joe and ah. talk about the next update. I guess, or or I don't know if it's, I didn't actually read the full tweet, so I'm not sure exactly what it was. If they're actually going to go into detail on the next update or just like show the devil joe stuff or what but basically it's like tune in for like what's next on monster hunter world and that's on the 14th i wonder if it's intentional that's like pie day and like devil joe really likes to eat stuff so i wonder (laughs) i wonder if i'm sure that's what the japanese team was thinking (laughs) right i think you might be overthinking it It actually brings me to a uh (laughs) user question Uh, what do i call these things we need a name still listener question we had one what was it it we had like a bunch but none of them were like one of them was pretty you have to like approve it and sign off and put your stamp on it well yeah we we would try some different ones out users send us your you keep calling me users listeners (laughs) (laughs) you've been in japan too you might be a user (laughs) you might be a user you might you know if you are please get help uh try methadone whatever um (laughs) what's your favorite oh this is from randall 
thank you, Randall, hey, Randall. On, on Twitter. That's uh, Swordfish with an O. Uh, who's your favorite monster to fight in the entire Monster Hunter series? Oh, that's who's a your great least question. Favorite? I, favorite is an I've easy one for me, but go ahead. You first. So go. for me, it's the the Baryoth is my favorite. Oh, Baryoth. Which that's one the, is that? That's the snow bear. leopard with the fangs. Yeah, oh, it's, it's kind of like yeah. a, a saber-toothed tiger meets a bat. Yes. But, but what I really like about that monster is when you first fight it, it feels very very fast and agile, and you're almost like kind of overwhelmed because that was in the older game when you moved a lot slower. But if you manage to break uh, each of its front claws, it it gets its like movement slows down a lot. So I like the fact that claws I think that or fangs. Claws. Like okay. You have to break its little hands. basically. Because you can break its fangs too. You could. Right? Yeah. Right. And that feels teeth. so good. Yeah. Oh. It's a lot easier to do that after you reduce his mobility. Mm. So I really like that. Like by focusing on certain body parts, you could make that monster kind of easier to manage. Mm. So it was like I always got really good at um, breaking his wings, and every time I go into it, I'm like, yes. <laughs> but but the alternative of that, my least favorite is Plesioth. I think probably oh, a lot of people I would say the same. I hate Plesioth, yeah. Remind us all so he, who... He, I fought him in Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, and he's basically a big fish monster yeah. who spends most of the ba- the battle underwater, and you can't do anything about it. And then when it does come out... Can't do anything like you can't even... Get, wait, this is not the one... This is not... This is not Try. And Try it made it a little more dealable, I guess. Right, you but. could fish him out and, and Try. But in that one, he would just swim around, and you just watch until he jumped out. And then when he came out, and you were fighting him, the hitboxes were horrendous. Like, he had a notorious hip check where he would, um, well, yeah, kind of do a hip check. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the range seemed to extend for, like a mile in every direction from whatever side of his body he was hitting you with. Mm. So it was like that that's that's for me definitely like no contest. These are, like these are monster hunter names that we're talking about. Like these are names I can like sink my teeth into. Like <laughs> like, like Baryoth. Like you never it's not like you don't have to come up with something. Like Baryoth is a Baryoth. Like you can remember that name, right? Like yeah. like that is the one. Uh, the one thing about World is the names are nuts. bad. It like, there's dri- a, yes, I saw a video uh, somewhere where, like, well, who is it? It was somebody had made this video where they went through all the monsters. Roy, you sent the link. It was that guy who did the uh, the video. Oh, it was um, the Honest Trailers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and that was really good. But it was funny because just like us, like they had to have nicknames for every monster mm-hmm. because the real names are just un- unmemorable like, yeah. and just weird and just like consonants. Bunched up against each other. And I just, like I like hearing everybody's interpretations of what they think. Yes, Bezel, that, that Bezel is the only, <laughs> Yes, Beetlejuice. He's Bezel, Bezel, Beetlejuice even to one me. of the easier ones. Like, even, I don't know what they want. I saw somebody calls him Bagel Zeus, which I like. Bagel Zeus. I have no idea what they want from me with that name. The team would like to get across the feeling of a dense bread product <laughs> and at the same time um, Satan incarnate. <laughs> if we could just get those two feelings across. Uh, so I was actually going to say, um, like Jen Moran, we've, we've talked uh, about on the show at length, so I'm not going to like belabor that fight as my favorite, uh, even though it is. And like the first time was super amazing because it was really like the first time a monster of that size. I mean, if you don't know that, that has to come either as an expansion or in the next game mm-hmm. to, to monster in our world or world, whatever. I mean, you're basically on like a, a sand skiff yeah. going along shooting cannons at this thing and you end up jumping on it half of the time which like you a, know it's like a desert whale like or, of sorts exactly like, right giant yeah. thing, and sa- like swimming in the sand you. and you're like skimming along uh as it happens kind of like the uh give me like the feeling of like the start of uh, uh empire strikes back mm-hmm. kind of thing with the ad ads and stuff like that but um and then there's like an extended fight where it's approaching and it was just 
a unique, new, different way of even thinking about how you did stuff in the game. I mean, you're on its back mining stuff right. yeah. uh, through part of it, if which you, now they've done in I was going to say, if you've never played Try, Zora Magdaros was like their attempt to do that sort of epic quest again, but I right. feel like it failed. Like, it's not an interesting it quest. Got, it, I, ironically, it got so big that it became meaningless. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the monster is... It feels like think, busy work, that quest Well, now. and also, like, you think the bigger the monster, the better, but at some point, it's just like, you just feel like you're crawling on a mountain and yeah. the mountain is moving every once in a while you can't even tell like where its neck is or it doesn't feel like a living thing whereas this thing you always kind of had a sense of place and where you were on it but it still felt massive and huge and even being on top of it felt dangerous because if it bucked you off um you would fall in the sand and you then that's another cool thing you'd be like skitching off the back of your sand barge to get back in your yeah. sand barge. just a really cool moment but actually roy you talking about the uh but what us talking about the swimming monsters and not swimming monsters mm. um gobble which is another one of my uh, favorite gobble games is like awesome. that fight i just loved cuz you know um just what it th- what that monster looks like it's super identifiable mm-hmm. um it's kind of like a like a spiky anglerfish the big time anglerfish um but there's also like strategy to get like even where you like you have to be in a certain place on the map to fish him out and like you, yeah. you don't want to disturb him so he notices you right and then like yeah. but you can also fish him out onto like exploding barrels yeah, like yeah. you could just set up this beautiful beautiful thing and then you could fight him fighting underwater i actually i know some people didn't like it i, oh, really, I loved it i did yeah breaking his like trying to break his lantern like yes, exactly. and break that, that was, off it's such a yeah like oh i know you can fucking chop that thing yeah. off right like um, that's such a hard break because it's so small and he moves around so quickly yeah. underwater uh least favorite i think this was like fucking monster hunter like two i mean a, a dose now it wouldn't have been dose it would have been i guess no it would have been like two or two g for the for the psp but uh fudu fudu i don't even know if it's oh, had yeah, a name that's, in uh, english or uh, what's his name Ugh. it looks like an uncircumcised penis and i know <laughs> oh, that sounds Kezu. like i'm Kezu, being yes. crude <laughs> okay i know that sounds like i'm being crude but no it really does look like that yeah. and he is a fucking uncircumcised penis like his personality is also an uncircumcised penis just like a He's jerk a monster it's cold. You're trying having to eat, drink hot drinks, yeah, and like yeah. he's running away all the time. You have to be crawling through little fucking holes in the wall and Didn't stuff. Didn't you to like chase after famously him. like throw a PSP or something over that? I, I think remember. I might have yeah. actually. Yeah, like without <laughs> did, thinking about it. Not did, proud of that. Did you fight him in try at all? They they made him a little better in try because I probably did. I'm sure try, I you must mean, have. You mean four, right? He wasn't in try. No, he was in try. Try G maybe? No, he was in try. Like the original try. Kezu. Or not, you, I'm thinking, you're, think, I'm sorry. you're thinking of the uh, like the long the yes, other Kezu, the one in the, the cave, the blind off. one. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that thing. I name. forgot his name too, but um, uh, yeah, Kezu is also that's still a good name. I like that name. Like mm. uh, they, they they need to just yeah. Like I don't know if they're just like trying <laughs> to stick to the Japanese names or whatever, but like that the uh, there's just a few little things that they can really nail on the next one uh, that I'm hopefully yeah hopefully looking forward to them getting but one of them is now you know these monsters now that they're named too they appear at least the monsters up until now appear for like the next 10 years yeah so like we might be stuck I know. with them yes, I know. which are. really sucks but um, maybe they can have old like old world names and new world names i don't know but anyway 
John? I uh, this is tough. I've been thinking about this, so I definitely know my favorite monster to fight, which is Rathian, because like it's just such a perfectly orchestrated fight. Like every, the tells, the the movements. Like this is throughout the series. I've always had the most fun fighting. I will Rathian. say, I, fighting Rathian in World, I was kind of taken aback by how kind of e- easy it is. I mean, mm-hmm. just how you know what's coming. Like compared to. We were fighting, uh, I guess, was it Black Diablos a bunch? And then, like, just randomly did a Rathian fight. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I can just breathe easy. Like, I'm not in <laughs> constant fear of immediate instant death and, like, disappearing and underwater and stuff. But but it is it does it is kind of the beauty. It does show, I think, the beauty of Monster Hunter in that... The, in that it looks like it's like a real creature that's moving how you you can kind of tell what it's going to do yeah by and how she, it's she mostly stays and, on the ground too like Rathalos is a similar fight and I understand people who really like that fight but Rathalos can get annoying sometimes mm-hmm. because sometimes he just stays up in the air and it's right. like you know but with Rathian it's like a super just I could do Rathian over and over and over and never get tired of that fight yeah. but um I also just want to shout out a couple other ones that I really love, though. Like, Try, I feel, had some really great new monsters. Like, I love Kudupeko. I hope yes. they bring Kudupeko back. Kudupeko, um, yeah. Is, was really interesting. He's kind of a jerk, too. Yeah. You know, but what's his name? Kind of is, seems like the Kudupeko of this... Um, Puke Puke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Puke he's Puke. the color, colorful, sort of flamboyant monster or whatever. Right. But Kudupeko was interesting because it had the sirens that it would do, and you could bust its vocal yes. cords to make mm-hmm. it not be able to do it anymore. Well, and it would also imitate other yeah. monsters, That's right? right. Which yeah. is awesome. That was like, so call cool. in Devil Joe. They have to bring Kudupeko back. I hope yeah. they do. That was such a cool idea that this monster would have evolved that way. Yeah. That it would, like, mimic other monsters calls and so we could call them in when it's in trouble and it's a great idea yeah. and, I, and i miss narcacuga and uh tigrex i just miss oh, sort of the badass I like i forgot about i f- i feel Narga like in this i don't game, even know what his name is anymore i was Nar- called Narga, Narga Narga, i think it's narcacuga or something okay. like that but yeah. i i feel kind like panther like uh yeah pantherish with like red uh, like eyes that leave trails yeah and that was he's badass like a, he's like a ninja combined with a with a panther. yeah there yeah and uh, you know, I feel like in this game, the um, they have a equivalent a sort like the wannabe versions of that are like maybe um, Toby Kadachi or like Legiana. Well, not Legiana, more like Toby Kadachi, but it's just not as fierce. Toby like right. it's yeah. not. They need yeah, they need to make you know. So hopefully they bring those back in like an update or something. Worst one, oh man, there's so many. Plesioth was going to be like my pick too. That mm. monster was terrible. Oh, what about the the, um, the the ape that farts on you? Oh. He's pretty annoying, but he, he was all right. I don't know. I like his music. So, um, but yeah, he did yeah. have up good music. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't think that the elder dragon fights are all that fun. Like, I feel. I mean, I I think they're well designed in, uh, in general. Like, oh. I, there's usually like el- usually the end game stuff is like more like a show piece showcase fight than it is like than it like a normal hunt like i actually like hunting the sort of mid-tier monsters that like we just talked about like that are actually interesting and like fun to fight and like you know yeah you can eventually master whereas like some of the elder dragons just feel like a little too overpowered or a little too like kind of standard like they don't do anything really interesting they're just really scary looking and and powerful you know and Mm -hmm. they like have this element or that element so right um but i don't have any plesioth was definitely the worst um kezu was another bad one like you said uh i feel like you know um yeah i don't i don't ha- i can't think of a specific one off the top of my head right now to that's better than those but um you know for the most part i don't think there's that many bad fights I right mean, for the most part they're pretty good about having interesting diverse boss kelby fights in this horn game. kelby the worst fucking enemy in the well small game. monsters I mean, there's tons kelby. of garbage ones but yeah, yeah. uh graham 
I've only played World. Yeah. Uh, but I really like Nier Gigante. He's probably my favorite monster mm. in this one. It just feels like all of his moves that they gave him work really well together. Mm. And unlike other monsters, he doesn't have very many obvious openings. Yeah. And he just feels like a vicious... I mean, it's a really fun fight. That's I really like that. I agree, yeah. yeah. He feels I, like a classic Monster Hunter battle. Yeah. He's a good skill check, too. Like, yeah. he is one of the moments where you have to be, like, on your shit. And, and that... Right. That... That fear of death and failure actually does really add to when you finally... And visually, he's got an awesome design. A lot of his moves are very cat-like, like like pouncing on you across the street. Like, I just, I love that guy. Uh, And likewise, bad ones, I don't know, just the ones that are boring, kind of. Like Great Jagras, uh... The great Jagras that lives in the ghetto, like in the in the plague area. Yeah. Just like a a black great Jagras. Uh, Oh, I haven't haven't seen that one. Uh... No, just like those aren't very interesting because they don't really do a whole lot to actually try and hurt you. Yeah. So in those sense, I mean, they're not bad so much as they're just not interesting. Yeah, Jaggers, I don't know if I ever went back even once. Oh, I do sometimes yeah. because the thing is if you put the bandit mantle on and then just go pound the shit out of a Jagger, you get a ton of drops really easily, yeah. really quickly, and then the battle's over and you can go cash out, yeah. Yeah, he just always seems like too easy, I guess. Yeah, seem like, like, like he's trying to hurt you. He's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of them that, like, got left out or something and you just... I know that's a big topic for this game. A lot of people have been Skin talking about him. that. It's like you're basically like, you know, going out yeah. and, and uh, you know, destroying these like these peaceful monsters. Um, but like I've actually like it's, it's so realistic looking now too that. You actually feel it like <laughs> the other night I was fighting. Uh, who's the, the, the one who blows up? Paolumu, I guess. And um, oh, yeah. I wanted to capture him, but I didn't have his uh, rank up to three. So I couldn't He's see the skull. Cute. He's kind of cute, too. Yeah. And like when I beat him, like my girlfriend was just like, like looking at me with like these eyes. Like mm-hmm. you, you murdered. Because like I didn't, you know, they look like yeah. beaten to hell. Right, so. and some of them they like they shudder as they die. Like Oregon uh. does that really badly, and I always feel guilty. Um. All right. Next question. That will count as our supposed to do Japan games and Japanese games, maybe even. But uh, here's a pure Japan question. Uh, this is from uh, Twitter account Gold Sashimi. Thank you for this. Uh, I have a non-romantic pen pal who lives in Hokkaido. Would sending her a white day gift be mistaken as a romantic gesture? So white day, if you don't know, we've talked about it a million times on this podcast, but Valentine's Day, traditionally Japan, uh, women give men chocolates, um, either out of uh, duty or out of, like, you know, duty slash obligation, like their coworkers or whatever, or actual, like romantic interest like in high school or or whatever and usually the quality of the chocolate kind of is the only really determining factor and if it's homemade that's the ultimate you know if you actually (laughs) like made it yourself um do we talk about i think we talked about that the godiva company took out an ad in japanese newspaper and said hey women don't give obligation chocolate to no to to guys i didn't see this yeah about this wait recently yeah, before Valentine's Day, actually. Uh, why did they say that? It's, well, that's doubly... I mean, maybe they just really feel that way. Like hey, <laughs> A chocolate, a chocolate company? No, it's I know. <laughs> which is why it, it, it made news, you yeah, know, yeah. really. That they're like, huh. uh, let's just... like st- This is a stupid tradition. Like, let's stop this thing. But um, Like, if they ended it by, like, do it every week or something, I would understand. Right, there you but, go, like, exactly. You know. <laughs> um, but, uh, so then White Day, which is... Uh, March 14th. March 14th, one month later is when uh, men are supposed to reciprocate. Exactly. That's the key word. And with our guy here, it uh, doesn't sound like she sent him anything. There you go. So, that's a good point. So you're saying it's moot whether it's perceived as yeah. romantic or not. And I mean, John also has a good point. Depends on the quality of the chocolate. 
So, I mean, if you send her, like, a Mars bar, I don't know, I guess. Well, typically, <laughs> too, like, white white day, like, usually you don't you don't give chocolate. Like, you give you give better things. Well, you yeah. give, you know, I mean. It depends on the couple, of course. But. Yeah, different things, but presents or, like, different kinds of sweets. Like, you know, you don't have to limit yourself to chocolate. Whereas, macaroons? Whereas Valentine's. Macaroons are a big yeah. one. I do that a lot. Yeah, but, like, I don't necessarily. Graham's right. Like, technically, if you didn't get something, it's it. there's no need to send something back. But that said, I think it's okay to, like. Me too, yeah. Sprinkle a little Western, you know, flavor on it, and like, hey, I'm going to get you something anyway because it's a nice chance to do something nice for someone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's White Day. Like, I've got, I've got given White Day gifts to friends, even when they didn't do anything for me. But yeah, like if you if you specifically want to make it clear that it's not romantic, I mean, I'm sure there is like a, uh, a natural way of doing that. Like, hey, I heard about this tradition. I just wanted to do it as exactly. a whatever thing. Um, I'm doing a, you know, this is me like trying to participate in Japanese culture or yeah. whatever. I wanted to get you something nice for being a good friend. You know, spell it out if you have to, but, you know, right. it's fine, I think. I have no romantic feelings for you. <laughs> I never will. Um, yeah, I can't imagine us ever being together. So. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, you wonder if that's if that, that could be the case. Um, so um, this one... I feel like I should have a better uh, answer for, but I think it's a really interesting question. So I'm curious uh, if any of you guys have a have a good answer for this. This is from uh, uh, hacker alias Smug Porky. Hi, Porky. Uh, ever written a joke or line of localized dialogue you were really proud of, only to be told it can't be in the final product? I know this has happened to me a million times. Um, but I can't think of like a specific really good example. Yeah, you mentioned this before the show, and I thought about it too. And I, I, I have one instance, but I've talked about it on the podcast before, I'll so it's it not that interesting. Well, it's just—it's not so much that a joke, but like I, I think we just talked about it recently, even even right. But like you know, in the original near, there was a lot more. We had ori- our original script had more, much more profanity in it than the final one, which still uh-huh. has a lot, right? And that was by by you know request, right? But I think they just realized afterwards that they maybe requested too much, and they sent like a you know a nice little letter like explaining. <laughs> you know, I've talked about this before, but like it, that was actually really interesting and fun, but. You know, other instances I can think of, we, we, we actually probably can't, you know, get into detail about because it's sort of like it never, it never appeared in the game and the publisher didn't want us to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that does happen sometimes where, like, I you'll think, write something and yeah. they're like, this is, uh, you know, right. this is using this particular property of ours in a way that we're not comfortable with. Or, right. you know, that joke's going a little too far. might offend this or that. Or I wish, I mean, I think I've had, I think I had a bunch of things that, even just between us, like not even through the client, but like you would read it and be like, this is really funny or I like this, but like, this is just never, there's no way that this is going to go through (laughs) or whatever. Um, but I wish I could, I could wish I could remember a specific example, Roy or Mm. Graham, anything. I got nothing. Nothing comes to mind. Hmm. Yeah, it definitely happens, but it's one of those things where, like, yeah, we should we should keep a log. We'll keep keep an eye out next time it comes up in case we can talk about it. On a related note on the, um, one of the bright spots of the uh, Nintendo Power podcast. There's a Nintendo Power podcast. Yeah, you might not you might not know about. Um, but uh, in the second one, friend of the show, Mr. Uh, Nate Bildorf. Yes, n- you mean Nintendo guy? Nintendo guy. His what name is Nintendo guy. Oh, that's right. He's yes. a Nintendo guy from no, the Dice uh, Conference because right. he gave like thirty speeches when yeah. they won every and, award. and killed it. He did a great job. <laughs> no, he did amazing. He's like, yeah, he's just really good at that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, so he told an anecdote, which I thought was really interesting, that uh, about the Wind Waker, um, when they were localizing the Wind Waker, and you know, back in 
at that time, for whatever reason, on that game specifically, they didn't really have robust debug tools. And this happens, you know, to, to, to the best of us. Uh, but um, so, you know, would have to play the game from the start a lot to be checking stuff. And he'd play the start of the game like 20, 30 times or whatever. But like only at the very end did he play through until the end of the game. And, um, you know, there was a line at the end that he, that like kind of had puzzled him and I forget now what it was, but, uh, the action that he did not know about, cause there's no like scene notes and stuff. And this is why context is so sure, important yeah. folks, why we always ask for this stuff and, and usually don't get it. And so we try <laughs> to check it in the game ourselves. But like, if you remember at the end of that game, Link fucking stabs Ganon in, in the, the head face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Standing on his face, stabbing it like with his sword deep into it. Um, and so it was less of a localization issue and like, oh shit, does the ESRB know about this? Are right. we okay on our rating? Because the rest of that game is like a cartoon. Yeah. Like things are blowing up into puffs of smoke, you know, and <laughs> kind of out of nowhere. And I remember that moment. It's like, I forget what He was what the happens. most badass Link, I have to say. Right? It, but there's like, there's like a camera cut and it comes back and he's just like standing on his head with his knife in it and then like leaps off. And so there was like a crazy day of scrambling where they were trying to check if the... If they had sent that to the SRB, if it was cool, if whatever was too late, blah blah blah, mm. it, it it turned out okay. But I thought that was like a really interesting story, and 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 how, you know, that whole scene was translated, edited, everything without knowing that there was this crazy, you know, dramatic moment. Um, yeah, context is everything. Everything, man. and people are getting a little bit better about about supplying it, but you can still that still happens. It still happens with games where yeah. you don't get that. That key context. Um, another localization question. This one from uh, V. Yeah, Besley. Um, when translating a game, have you ever been asked or tempted to do an intentionally bad job to evoke old-fashioned games? When no, was- but I we've discussed this sort of thing in like we discussed it when, when we were talking about the Shenmue when the Kickstarter happened. Right, we were talking about like we were talking about well, what oh, would you if- do there? Do you and what we came up with? And I hope they end up doing. And I don't, I haven't followed it close enough to see if they do. But what we came up with was like a alternate like audio track that we were basically right. going to suggest doing two tracks. One is, I'm sure that will never happen because the Kickstarter would have had to be like $20 million. To no, afford why? That. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, like for the audio. Yeah. You do a single take every single uh, line for the bad old take, uh, a yeah. single take. <laughs> it still would add a lot. If the game has a lot of voice. Well, or you could do like one, one actual track professionals and the other one's just chaos wars. That's like, true. Get like you get your family office. together it, in the basement completely. Or even yeah. maybe it's just the text in one and the voice in the other. But yeah. like, the idea that it would be interesting, like, even to go back, I would love to see Shenmue 1 and 2 mm-hmm. redone back into English and redubbed even a section of it. Um, you know, the incident? Were you, were you there with the incident? The, the incident is like the Jiken? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Really? Should we always, like, just like, do people, <laughs> nobody fucking uses the word incident, people. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, but, like, how different the overall impression of Shenmue would or could be. Um, well, using that as an example, because it's a good example, because it was, in my opinion, very 
poorly localized. Well, like, like if you were remaking, if if, if they I, if I were remaking, like rumored remakes of of, of Shenmue, yeah, if they if did I that, were what do you Shenmue do about the? Two, I would redo the localization top to bottom. Just throw the old shit out. Yes, it was never meant to be a campy, shitty look. It turned right. out people look back on it fondly. Haha, Shenmue is the campy thing with the sailors, blah blah blah. But that's never what the developers intended. And if they ever say they did, they're just lying. Because well, like, it was different in Japan. It's different in Japanese. Of course, the Japanese. I mean, it's just it's got the awkwardness of the era, which is like you know the way the programming stuff worked but the actual like dialogue makes sense because like it was written to be a japanese game where like you could answer you could answer yeah yeah i think it was fine i mean graham you might remember better if you played it i I didn't play japanese i mean you could you could you know not hardcore enough on graham (laughs) (laughs) well unless there's that too you could you know you could have uh statement a be followed up by like b c d e and f in japanese and all of them would sound natural whereas in english that's going to be a bunch that's going to need like a bunch of different localizations to make the sentences connect you know normally and so you're right yeah so in japanese there's a lot of that and and they tried to do it in english too and it was it was just terrible but i think that game i mean i don't think it'll ever be make sense budget for budget reasons to actually do it but i would love to see it get a proper professional localization you have to give a wink at least like a nod like a knowing (laughs) smile to the, the old, old stuff. stuff yeah, right? but I mean, like, if they would, if they wanted to do three, oh, so we're not working on three. The incident happened, like, and the first person you ask is like, "Incident? What the fuck are you talking right, about?" Yeah, incident? I would you exactly. Mean that when the, the guy got hit by the car, I would that? love to like yeah. do something like that. Yeah, yeah where you like poke fun, fun of the old stuff, but that you know, would be really fun. It requires a, a fine hand, I feel like, and like you know, I, who knows if they're going to be able to do that or not? But here's I'm hoping. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was a situ- a different situation though that we were in once where we wanted to evoke that i don't know if it was an actual game i definitely like different marketing materials and and emails and stuff like that i know that we've uh done before but um i know it would be a, definitely uh, a difficult urge to resist if like for example i worked on a an snk game like a king of fighters or something because uh, those are so legendarily yes awful slash great yeah we're like you have this legacy of people calling each other pinheaded sons of ice cream makers there you go <laughs> as legit quotes and like that <laughs> you won't put your own spin on it of course but you know there's that tradition to uphold and yeah. i would definitely be very tempted to you know make it half bad on yeah purpose. i feel and i feel like there's a way to do that in, in a kind of like what mark was just talking about a way to yeah. do that in a clever way where you can have like reference fun, yeah. the good stuff and have it be in there but but anyway, everybody's in on the joke yeah, you know yeah. it's not just a, a terrible joke to begin with um Keeping on the uh, the eight four questions here, um, the Zyklone asks, "What is the day to day work like at eight four? What all does eight four try to encompass in the video game industry and localization?" That's a That's pretty. Geez. Why don't you just do the day to day like at eight four? Because I think we've talked about the other thing at various times in the uh, in the podcast, but day to day life. I don't know if day to day is really the best way to do it because it's kind of like. Throughout the course of the month, you just have different things you need to di- deal with. Okay, like, like what? Well, like, um, right now is, like, invoice time. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, asking for money... Because it's the end money. of the fiscal year, the end of the fiscal year, March. Well, no, but it's that. There's that as well. March is when the fiscal year ends, so that's a special time of year. But it's also like at the beginning of every month, you, you basically ah. gather up invoices because of the way it works in Japan often is you know you invoice for someone uh, and then you get paid like the end of the month or the end of the next month. And so right. like typically by around the tenth or something, everybody's scrambling to get invoices together and do accounting things. But I mean, you can still speak about it generally. Like you get in. You check email. True. You talk about what you're going to do that day. I don't know. You guys still do morning meetings? We do weekly meetings. You do weekly meetings? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably different for every person, too, though, right? Everybody's role is a little bit different in the company. And every project is vastly different, too. Like, 
some projects, you know, there's there'll be people because you know in Japan people work really late, so sometimes you'll come in and you'll have all these emails because whoever whoever your contact is has been in since like eleven o'clock looking at the stuff you sent them and they have comments for you or something. But some sometimes they're really hands off. Um, sometimes you just like are waiting a long time. There's there's a lot. Sometimes there's a lot of waiting mm-hmm. because like for things to kind of get going. It, As Graham, it, Graham it, is familiar with, yeah. he's been waiting on a couple of projects to start for like six yeah. months now. I think the bigger the bigger they are, the slower they are. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, your your everyday stuff. It's not a. It's well, contrary to uh, popular opinion, you know, it's not the the A four towers are not like the largest towers in the world. It's a relatively small office. We're all nearby each other. It's, it's comfy. <laughs> we're in the south wing now. There's the south yeah, wing and the, the north wing. I mean, we're in the podcast wing. <laughs> the podcast uh, oh, wing, and, and the podcast wing. wing is not that huge, but I mean, <laughs> other than that... Uh, but it's not like there's 100 people running around. Like, we're all relatively close to each other. We're all kind of, you know, right. in close distance. It's not like a, a party all the time. It's only like a party, I would say, uh, in the evenings. Uh, we're mostly just hard at work like any other company, I would imagine. Mm. Uh, we get cool visitors now and then, which is probably a nice perk. Like lots of, we have the benefit of knowing a lot of people in the industry here, and we're in a very central location. Eight Four Towers is like right smack in the middle of like yeah. kind of the hottest spot in Tokyo, and so like we get visited by you know interesting people every now and then, and that's kind of fun. Because um, you can also say generally the hours are like ten to seven ish. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of normal for Japan, but I know it's weird in the West. Yeah, it's it's pretty that's pretty late. Um mm-hmm. but that that is yeah, a lot of people do start work in, in Tokyo at, at ten. A lot of places go later than, than seven too. Um and uh lunch is generally at one o'clock still, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 One to two, which is like noon to one. A lot of companies are like you can leave exactly at noon and be back at one. So oh, yeah. all the lunch places are super crowded <laughs> noon to one. And but I mean, there's still most lunch places still go to two we, or two thirty. We purposely eat from one because of that very reason. You can yeah. literally go in a convenience store at eleven fifty nine and it's empty. And but if you go yeah. to twelve oh one, there's yes. a line of like twenty five people to the oh. register. Like it's just like every company lets out at exactly the same time. Also of interest to people, I don't <laughs> know if this is, is it still the case that the official start time is uh, what well, was noon on Friday. Fridays because I'm the only one who still adheres to that yes, drinking but. Uh, uh, party, <laughs> weekly drinking party it's is so on official. Thursday it's nights. Nobody, yeah, nobody. Although really. you're not drinking, so you, and you're not even drinking at Otari. What has happened? Why? Why did you? I'm just taking. This is like my first day. You're, this is the first time I haven't drank on the podcast in years, probably. And like, I'm just the taking a break. What is wrong with you? Taking a break. We got some friends coming in town tomorrow night who we're going to be seeing, and uh, you yeah, know, true. saving up for them. Yeah. Uh, that's all. But it just uh, doesn't feel right. I don't like it. <laughs> No, sir, I don't like it. Kids, peer pressure your friends into drinking. <laughs> I had a nice tall cup They're of water. They're not cool if they don't. Yeah, <laughs> drinking like coffee. What is this? I'm. Yeah. Anyway, we've got we've got a can, canned air here. If anybody needs, you to guys like JJ in reverse. Like JJ started drinking on the podcast <laughs> eventually, and now you guys are like weaning yourselves off of it. I'll be um, back. I'll be back next episode. Yeah, I, sh- I hope to be. I'm like taking pills right now that I don't think mix well. Okay. Well, you get yeah. You <laughs> technically get an out for that. Um, well, why don't we? Uh, take a break so what we're doing is thank you by the way everyone for the questions uh please keep sending them these are uh yeah this, this has been fun. great so far um actually you know what let's do one quick one uh before we break the nintendo guru that's nintendo gurus on twitter um has a monster hunter world question we can get in i think we can handle this one quick because we talked about it before but um he's saying can't seem to get into monster hunter as always i know i'm missing something is there something you recommend to me to help me just get the game and make it more fun 
I wish he provided some details about like what's what he doesn't like about it. Yeah, so we just got to talk very generally about it. But like my golden rule is try a different weapon. That's not a bad one. That's a good one too. But um, find people to play with. I think is the overall general most important thing. I think there are communities out there that will like sherpa you. There are people that get off on like you know just like simpying their way your way through monsters that are much more powerful and there's just so much it can be overwhelming um it can be not fun if they're not good at doing it like they can just destroy the monster for you and you don't feel like you're contributing and it's just like that's too much you're not going to learn the game that way but if you can find a good group um and i wish i had some place to send you um to 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 find that group because i i know with destiny there were a lot of groups that did exactly this that specialized in this but i'm sure they are out there with monster Hunter, and then of course like the the videos and stuff when you're not playing or you're just you have a break at work or whatever watching like uh, gaijin hunters videos and there's a lot of once you start watching them on youtube you'll get a lot of videos recommended to you that um are really kind of friendly introductions to a certain weapon like if you can't find that group if you watch a video about a certain weapon and really just kind of uh, do that. You can do it while you're doing other stuff or whatever. But just kind of get a feel like you know something what's going on in the mm-hmm. game because it can be yeah. super, 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 super overwhelming. Um, but if you can watch a couple of those videos, really try to find some people that will that will help you out and um, try it from that way to the point where if you can't find people to play online with, just quit that day and then go back. And then if the people are online that day or you can find a good game, then, then play. But... Um, you might just turn yourself off to it if you try to like uh, power through on your own. Yeah, and and be patient too because you know like we have some friends. I was just uh, trying to show friend of the show Jake Kazdal who like you know wants to understand Monster Hunter so He's bad hopeless. but just doesn't. But I think you know a part of his problem too. Like he sees like various bits of jank here and there that he's not into that like to me is like not jank. You know, but like he also doesn't seem to want to really spend a lot of time with it. It's not a game that you could just jump into and immediately get. You're going to have to be willing to invest. You're right. A fair that. amount of time yes. to understand the rules deal with the ui there's like it's it's you know i'm you can have your opinion on whether it's a good ui or bad ui regardless it's a complicated ui because it's a complicated game there's lots of things going on at once there's there's you know your it's a bad ui you're sure it's not an opinion it's just a bad ui but it's but but you're crafting items and you're doing you know you're you're leveling up this you're dealing with equipment you're you're doing any any one time you're doing seven or eight things at once you have to be willing to play it be playing a game that offers that level of depth to begin with. You're not just going to come in here and play it like an arcade game. It's impossible. Yeah, patience is a that's a really good uh, thing to know. And you know what, if the game is not the game is not going to be for everybody. That's another thing. Like there not there might not be anything that you're missing. Like you just might not be the kind of person that can uh, appreciate the good points or maybe you're somebody that the bad points bother you too much. I mean, it is a thing where even if I have like 2 hours a night that are open to play a game, which is rare, it's almost like, well, I don't. That's not. I don't know if that's enough time to really make like good progress in like. You really do have to dedicate time. One quest to it. at a time. It Mark. really does take a lot, a lot of time. Um, I mean, there are ways to say, okay, I only have a half hour. I'm just going to do this thing real quick. But like, you always want to come back and then recheck all your armor. I mean, you could sit there for forty minutes just. You know, figuring out your your build and your uh, having your armor. having said all that though, like I am really impressed and pleased. I mean, you're right; it's not going to be for everyone. But I would say, like, 
you know, whereas before I felt like maybe 30, 40% of my friends were playing this game. Now I feel like it's like 80 or 90. Like well, almost. Best selling Capcom game in history, 8 4 Bump. That's right. 8 4 Bump. The nine year you running. Maniacs. Nine year running, 8 we 4 Bump. mentioned it, and now you're going to go out and make it sell 8.4 million <laughs> copies just because of this show. Good job. You guys are amazing. Like I have to say, man, the power of this podcast, we don't even know. Um,. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hopefully that's some uh, that helps uh, a little bit. Um, what we're gonna do now? We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have some uh, Nintendo news. Oh yeah. From the Nintendo Direct that has not happened yet, but Matt, through the magic, the power of the internets, uh, when we come back, we will have that as well as the rest of the news. So please stick around. We'll be right back. with the news oh, oh yeah i'm looking oh, at you jeez oh, okay <laughs> news 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 oh, it's time for the news there we oh, go it's, it's the news <laughs> thank you mark oh, in. oh there you go roy one is free that's good mark you should do that every week gotta get on it next time was that like your take on arms or something or what was that does it sound How like could the you arms not theme? know that's what the, of course that's the arms <laughs> okay. theme why arms do you not know the arms theme <laughs> yeah but like why arms because it's because there's a nintendo direct let's see and Wait, it's now stuck in my head. Is that really the arms theme? Yeah, you've never heard that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about arms. If you Roy is unprepared to... today. Well, now Roy, maybe this is your chance to jump in because they're having a, uh, a a test fire weekend or something like right. that. A test fire of a game that's already launched and out. Like, what are they okay. testing? Okay, all right, all right. Just keep it in your pants for one second, Roy. Or let's uh, let's we'll get there. Okay. But right. um, let's start with uh, the biggest news, obviously, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Just called Super Smash Brothers for now, uh, Zelda style. But uh, well, yeah, it's I guess a tentative it on it so. could get a, uh, another name, but uh, could just be called Super Smash Brothers. I hope they do a better job than last time, or just Super Smash Brothers Four, 3DS, and Four Wii U. I'm willing to bet it's just going to be Super Smash for Brothers Four Switch for Nintendo Switch. Sorry, Oof, not just Switch. Yeah. Um, so really, just a teaser. Um, I'm sure most of you have seen it by now. Uh, the Inklings from Splatoon. And it for sure, Mario and Zelda, or uh, Mario and Link, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I guess there were some other, if you like pause the video and zoomed in on it, I'm sure there you guys silhouettes did. silhouettes is like an obvious Bowser. Yeah, okay. Bowser's definitely And there's just a bunch there. of humanoid looking fellas. It's going to be, you know, all the regular people, I'm sure. Mm. All the regular people, but who are they going to be the new added? I would yeah. like to see Shovel Knight in there. I mean, I think it's his time. He's long overdue. Speaking of arms, maybe one of the... Uh, the punchy people. Yeah, oh, God, sure. yeah. There's got to be some, some, some arms people. Um, I just loved how terrified the ink kids were of like this giant flaming <laughs> cross in the sky that's right she was worried for her life it's yeah. like a burning cross basically yeah. <laughs> they're like oh my god they've come for us um yeah uh, uh my kind of question here and i don't know i mean this is uh, maybe a silly question but would they ever do like a mario kart 8 with this thing where they take the basis of the last game the wii u version so you'd like make it 0.5 well, not I, maybe not 
as little as Mario Kart yeah. did. I mean, adding all the DLC and whatever, because there's, there's, uh, well, I don't even know. Was there a lot of DLC for Smash Brothers? There was there a lot of yeah, characters. There was. Probably, yeah, I mean, a whole bunch of them of Cloud DLC and it, just characters. Yeah, I mean, there's okay. no way this game is coming out this year and and being like an entirely new engine if that's what you're getting at. Well, like, I mean, well, I'm just wondering how much of it is going to be shared. Like, is this really a whole new game or is it just the old game with some like changed moves, added characters? One thing to keep in mind is that it's been abreast. four years since Smash Bros came out. So yeah. I mean, assuming they started working on this after that finished and then had a small team doing DLC characters, this has been enough of a dev cycle for it to be a new game but i right. it'll probably be like i don't know the bones of the old one and new stuff like maybe it'll well be the like, old wii u one because yeah, obviously wii wii there was one, two yeah. old ones but i i would think so too yeah and uh any thoughts if this would also come out on 3ds this time or do you think that that's no. getting skipped no. No. 3ds got there got its smash bro yeah there's no yeah. way no way this comes out on 3DS. one persistent okay one persistent um yeah any other characters people are would, would really want to see in the uh I feel like that's the go-to question with Smash Brothers. Uh, well, now that he's got his own amiibo, is the, Dark, is the Dark Souls... Uh, Solaire. Solaire Put Solaire in there? Yeah. In there. <laughs> Possibility, I suppose. His only move is he just says, praise the sun. I don't know. You're going to have like people on the internet asking for the, the same characters like Gino and whatnot. All the... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot talking about Super Mario RPG? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I want okay. Mallow. Okay. <laughs> that's oh. always been a thing that people want, but he's partly owned by Square, so it's complicated. But I don't know. I feel like Smash 4 had a lot of characters. Right. Rather, they, I mean, they don't need so many. Just, you know, put a lot of work into the ones you have. would they ever do a, a, a Street Fighter type thing where they would just consolidate? Because Smash has always been, like, more and more yeah, and more. And more, and more. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it was already crazy, like, t- two games ago, but yeah. it just gets crazier and crazier. Especially with all the DLC in 4. Like, you have yeah. 50 plus, maybe? It's just, yeah. it's too much. Well, then, do a, the, do like a, third, a Street Fighter 3, just, like, boot it back. I feel like <laughs> Sakurai's style, though, is, like, the kitchen sink approach, yeah. which yeah. is, like, yeah. to keep everything you've had up until now plus. Plus, 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 plus. Make so. menus as hard as possible to navigate. That as yeah. well. Um, this should make Nintendo guy. Uh, in a, in a there you go. Character. Oh, man. There you great. go. That's I want Nestor. They should throw Nestor in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. Um, maybe we'll go backwards. Um, Splatoon 2. Because like they, they save kind of the biggest news for the end. Besides Undertale Switch, of course. The biggest that news. That bombshell. <laughs> the most tweeted about, right? That's right. Apparently. In Japan. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, Eventually, what did it say? It said coming eventually. Coming eventually. We don't want to make any promises we can't keep. So you want to? But it's going well. About that. It's going well. Yeah, it's coming to Switch. It's uh, the world's worst kept secret. Well, actually, it was a pretty good kept secret, but everybody's been asking for it forever. Yeah. And yeah, it's coming. It's it's real. Uh, It'll be out this year for sure. Right on. Just not going to say when yet because we don't know. Sure. (laughs) Um. So yes, Splatoon two. Uh, expansion, single player, DLC, twenty bucks, Octo expansion launches this summer. Roy, you're the Splatoon guy with Dermot out of town. What do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I'm intrigued by it. I like the fact that you can play as the Octolings, which up until now have kind of been the bad guys. And um, I like I like the way they look. Like they kind of they have a octopus theme instead of like the squid theme. I, I just kind of like the idea that you could play as like the bad guys, quote unquote. Right. And you can, if you pre-order it now, I guess you get some like yeah. I mean, DLC or you can look like them. Is that well? It, it looks you? like it's just a pair of headphones and a T-shirt right now. At least that's okay. all they've shown. Yeah, which isn't really enough for me to get excited about it. But uh, the trailer itself, I found like bizarre in in not in a super positive way. The the after that where they were explaining it and showing the the footage and and how it was like a single player expansion and how it works. That that setup all seemed really 
cool and interesting to mm. me. But the it just had this like, is that what when people talk about they like they like the music in Splatoon? Is that what yeah, they're talking guys, about? You guys were all hating on the music. I oh like the music. Just a bunch of warbly bullshit. Yeah, but you guys, <laughs> I thought my I thought YouTube was broken or something. I thought like the upload something had gone wrong. Mm. It was just like kept going <laughs> and know. going and going. Saw a couple so minutes of this like you guys are probably more into like. That stupid Mario song that everybody loves, that like they have a singer on oh the Mario? It's the best song ever. Oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not. Jump up superstar? Like I'm not yeah, like yeah, buying yeah. The, the single of that or anything. I don't like have that on my iPhone. It wasn't it's offensive. It's a good tune. Yeah, I like it. Right. Right. I, I like, oh, 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 oh. If only they could have more of that in there, Roy. <laughs> Some of that arm slug. I actually didn't realize what that was right away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As I could tell by your, your stunned silence. Uh, but it, and also it just had like the uh, the person walking through the, the train uh, car. Yeah. It wasn't that interesting. Like if we hadn't had any Splatoon in like six years, maybe that would be like a good right, right. teaser trailer. But uh, but anyway, that's getting kind of um, uh, fine toothed well, with my th- my criticism. I, I like. What did you think of what they? What they showed in terms of like gameplay and whatever, like new outfits and so the gameplay just looked a lot like the single player, which is like you usually have a course that you go through that's maybe like a little complicated, like a few levels to it, and then there's some kind of boss fight at the end, right? And like that stuff is really fun um, if you want to break from like getting destroyed in the multiplayer. Yeah, um, eighty missions as well as new stories. The deep yeah. lore of Splatoon. So is, that's that's yeah. what, well. I know you say that like <laughs> no, I, I I'm repeating just repeating what yeah. they said, but I was actually like, that's to get your reaction. Is that yeah, something well, you actually are interested? I, in? I am a little interested in it. Like I was surprised in the first game. Like the first game on the surface just seems like it's a bunch of squids shooting each other. Yeah, but then you find out it's actually like this distant future where like due to global warming, like everybody had to evolve to turn turn into squids and stuff. Right. So like I don't know. I think there so might wait, be some surprises in there. So why is it like a race war? Why do the squids <laughs> hate the octopi? I don't. Squids I don't the recall the. Oh, Roy! <laughs> you, you, you profess Ter- yourself to be this big I think it, I think fan of the lore. We I think need they're Dermot. fighting over territory, right? Because it's like there's only so much ocean to go around. But they're not on the ocean. They're well, like, well, they hang out on like paint, but oiling they still, platforms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they still <laughs> have their their squid and octopus instincts, which tell yeah, them I fight see. for territory. Okay. All right, Roy, we're going to let you <laughs> it's like under- off the hook. Oh, oh delicious Splatoon I, I got in touch with Dermot to get his reaction because he's the Splatoon guy. All right. Looks hot. Level design in the campaigns has been great so far, and the fact they're confident enough to make this one paid DLC speaks volumes to its intended quality. More levels, more lore, more gear, more stages, more Splatoon. I love it. Wow. Is Thanks this, for that, Dermot. Did, Sponsored Dermot, by Did he need to go work at Nintendo? <laughs> I, I can't remember, actually. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, a little catchphrase there. Splatoon, like, Splatoon fans seem to be Splatoon excited. 2, my wallet zero, or something like that. <laughs> fans of Splatoon um, rejoice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... So cool! Major Splatoon two updates. Uh, other Splatoon news in April. Uh, it's getting a major free update. Okay, this is the hundred plus new pieces of mm. gear. More stages rolling out through the spring. Piranha Pit, Camp Trigger Fish, Wahoo World, and a new rank, rank X Roy, extreme rank, oh, yeah. mm. even higher than S plus. Yeah. So I, this is just like raising the level cap, basically. On uh, I guess just more ways to show off your e penis. Wow. Okay. Um, when I saw that, I was thinking like straight edge, though. Like they were doing the straight edge thing. Right. 
It's like these squeakers have like, never yeah. gotten up to anything bad. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it could be just from having been in Japan too long, but I, S plus to X does not like register in, as like a step up to me. Like X sounds like the bad rating. They kind of screwed something. themselves after S plus. It's like, well, we could do S plus plus. That's what some games do. Yeah, double S's or triple S's. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you got to be so into the game at that point. You, they can name yeah. it whatever Q. They can name sure. it whatever the hell they yeah, want, yeah. and people will figure it's it weird. out. I was thinking Q too, maybe because of Squid. I don't know. Anyway, oh, moving on. Uh, Mario <laughs> Tennis. Uh, they just like a real in-depth tour of that continues to look uh, uh, interesting. Although I'm more interested in, in the single-player story mode than the uh, what they were showing. But they showed like same the kind of uh, wacky version of tennis you can play you can play normal tennis but yeah uh, you can play kind of the super i don't want to break version. to break my racket did anybody get excited about that part like that to me is like a really weird thing to add i don't know i didn't get excited about anything from <laughs> related to, to tennis in general or is it just specifically mario just we already know you you have a deep hatred for mario I, it's becoming I, evident <laughs> recently <laughs> um pre-launch tournament roy i guess you're not going to be taking part in that um more details in the future but a free demo coming soon a lot of this uh i noticed in this direct i mean first of all there was a lot there was a lot of a lot of information a lot of updates a lot of first party stuff um a a lot lot of demos what's that a lot of demos Mm, a lot of demos and a lot of like more stuff coming soon um kind of like not quite determined yet but stay tuned for more information um let's see kirby star allies um that actually looks pretty good. Yeah, they showed some a lot, bunch more characters. Definitely looks like uh, fans of Kirby rejoice. Um, <laughs> they put my man Rick the Hamster in there. That's exciting. There you go, Rick. Yeah. And now we're going on deep Kirby line. Uh, they got Marks Coop. from Superstar. Like, there's some some, some deep, deep cuts, cuts yeah. right? Uh, and another again free demo uh, currently available in That's the eShop. Cool. Okay, and that comes out March 16th, so really soon for Switch. Octopath Traveler got a date. Um, Sooner than I think anybody was probably expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is that um, Square Enix like retro, but in Unreal Engine uh, dot or eight bit graphic RPG. Yeah. Um, I'll play it. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, it looks good. They showed two new two new characters. Um, mm-hmm. You can combine jobs now, which gives you different benefits in battle. In battle, yeah, which sounds sounds cool. Um, I love it. I love the merchant thing. You just buy. Yeah, right. buy whatever buy they have on them. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That 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 system though does look cool. I'm a little worried slash wondering if that means that the world is going to be smaller because they mm. expect you to replay the same. And it's like with eight characters. Yeah. Part of the thing is seeing oh this townsperson. Yeah. Now yeah. I see their backstory. Now I can buy this from them. If that's more like layered in the same areas that they're reusing. That's a, a reasonable lot, or? concern or prediction because also considering the graphical style, like it would probably take a lot of effort to do like tons and tons and tons of those kind of graphics for, you know, for a huge game. So. And right. also considering that it's coming out real soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, I'm yeah, they, not, all they did is take the word project off the title. And, yeah. And, so uh, it's still Octopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Octopath that was totally hilarious yeah. too. Yeah. July 13th. Um, and then they showed like a limited edition, uh, that has like yeah. a, yeah, pop-up book, cloth map, cloth map people uh and a cd so and a coin and a coin coin based on the in-game currency wow um so a bunch of uh, also i don't know if i want to call them rehashes but um ports 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 with a little bit added extra this again continues to be a big thing uh with first party games on the switch 
Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I'm super happy about this. Like, because yeah. I actually didn't get around to playing it on Wii U. Oh, okay. But I loved, like, the short bit that I played. So yeah, I played it on Wii U. It was good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great it's, game. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, like, there's so much coming out now that I don't know that I will replay this. Uh, I mean, I do think a ton of people are going to play this that, like, every Wii U game that yeah, came out yeah. that was of any quality, a bunch more people. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> we did mention the uh, hay fever. The hay fever going on in Tokyo. Um, it did kind of stop raining today too. By the way, um, as we're recording this now, the next day from the earlier segment. But um, but yeah, um, they adding uh, some New Donk City. Yeah, New Donk yep. City. Some uh, Mario Odyssey. I love how they like reminded people. By the way, Toad was in. Did you notice? Mario. Like, did, you, did you guys? You guys getting this? You guys, anybody? Please. Um, so July thirteenth. Nice. Um, and also same day as Octopath. Okay. Three DS version. Yeah. Also okay. July thirteenth. Three uh, DS version. Three DS version was surprising. also coming out. Stereoscopic three D touch controls. <coughs> same day, July thirteenth. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I think. One thing I'm a little ambivalent as somebody who owns, if for anybody who owns these previous games, yeah. I feel like that's maybe a little weird. Like there was a thread on Reset Era recently that I think was pretty. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like pretty well reasoned. That was kind of like, hey, these are full price games. You're kind of buying again. They do put a little bit more uh, in them, but like there's no. And I don't know how you would do this exactly, but there's no recourse for people who bought it the first time and kind right. of the new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would be nice if there was something they could do, but that just logistically sounds like a nightmare. Right. Yeah, but it, I, I, I do get though people like not being super happy about sure, that. sure. Um, especially the more and more of these kind of games that come out. If you're a big Nintendo fan. And you actually played all the games on the, sure, on the Wii sure. U. That's true. Mm. Um, yeah, selfishly for me, my backlog on Wii U got so big that I'm just actually happy to have a chance to play them on a console that I'm actually going to, I feel like I'm going to have for a while. You know, right. like Wii U is just like such a, like I barely played it except for a few games. So yeah. I want them to do that to Wind Waker and Twilight Princess also because I still haven't played those So um, on Wii U. So yeah, and then back to uh, Captain Toad, there's a multiplayer mode where you can just you know hand a joy con the other person what like throws turnips or something uh at things uh yeah mm-hmm. crash bandicoot that uh that was surprising <laughs> insane trilogy also coming uh july 10th still yeah, not gonna play it sold a shit ton i will sell a shit ton on switch i'm sure yeah. still not gonna play it is that what you said yeah yeah i mean it's still crash bandicoot <laughs> not gonna be played still, by anybody on still this thor- thoroughly average platform i'm guessing yeah it's not Really worth that time. one great wall stage in Crash Three was all right. Okay, Crash Three was like the closest yeah, to like being a, game. a game that I would yeah. play. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I played I played them all at the time. Right, I, I played them because I had to. Because we, we played them for work. Yeah, yeah. but um, Okami HD, another one that would just kind of be good to have on the system. Some, I feel like somehow I'm going to buy Okami for like the sixth time now Jesus, or something. Seriously, it's like, yeah. like I just got it for PS4, and like <laughs> now I'm like, oh wait, now I'd rather just play yep. it on Switch. Yep, I remember yeah. when that was a forgotten gem. They're really right? like, will it ever get off the PS2? <laughs> it's really smart, though, that they release it in that order. I like, know, because I know. it's like, well, okay, I'll buy it now. PS4, I'll buy it now. Oh, fuck. Okay. It seems like Switch, PS4 to now. Switch is a very like valid strategy now yeah. because like people buy stuff, but then they're like, oh, wait, but I'd rather just now have it here. It's like, oh. There you go. Hopefully that'll work out for your uh, your little Undertale <laughs> thing going on. Oh, All I part see. Part of the Keikaku. 
Well, according to right. Kotaku. <laughs> um, let's see. Touchscreen, uh, yeah, in handheld mode, you can use the touchscreen, which will work for Okami, or you can just use the Joy-Con. That's cool they did so, that. Like yeah. the Wii. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, that's nice, actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's just using that. the Wii, the, you know, the stuff that they... Fuck, that game came out for Wii! Yes, it did. For Wii! With the, the IGN cover. Um, that's right. All right. Yeah. Let's see, that's coming out this summer uh, on the eShop. So maybe not a physical version. Mm. Interesting. I just see the note. I here bet Japan gets e-shop. a physical version. They get. They always yeah, do. That's true. Did you see they put Capcom Japan posted a tweet with a picture of Kamiya holding his Switch, playing Okami. So like it's smiling. So oh, that's cool. Kamiya approved. Original creator approved. Huh. Did you see he? Uh, what did he tweet though? Also recently, I don't think we have this in news. He tweeted about hating real deep yeah. Oh, yeah, make a uh, controller with a real like cross-shaped D-pad and something and release else. virtual console or, or uh, we might or lose we our might motivation lose, yeah, for, for Bayonetta three. three or whatever. I yeah. like that. I like that kind of threat. Um, yeah, if if only he actually was <laughs> anything behind it at right. all. Um, South Park: The Fractured Butthole coming out. Um, the, uh, the RPG butthole, from Mark. Ubisoft. There you go. It's all in the intonation. Um, the add-on content will also be coming. I guess there's three DLCs. I That's didn't right. know that. Yeah. Um, that comes out April 24th, so fairly soon. Sushi Striker, The Way of Sushido, which this kind of leaked I think before the direct. A few, th- a couple things leaked. Um, that got put up by Rakuten uh, Books. So a Japanese retailer. Oh, so that's the Switch version. Okay, that was the boo-boo there. But uh, originally announced for 3DS at last year's E3. It's also coming to Switch. Um, uh, It comes out on both June 8th. Um, it's really unfortunate that it has a name that sounds like, you know, your dad, like, came up with or something. I don't know, Sushido? Like, it's just kind of corny. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, (laughs) I guess it's for kids, maybe. Kind of like a... I don't know what you call it, like a, almost like a puzzle game-ish yeah. kind of thing. Line up sushi, eat it real fast, yeah. Um, I do think this is weird, like, that somebody has a modern console system and handheld that is getting the exact same game at the same time now. Like, that's just kind of strange. Like, think back if the Vita would have been getting the exact right. same games <laughs> as the PS3 or PS4 or, you know, like... GameCube era if... Well, it was even more weird when, when they were talking the about DS Captain was, Toad and they were like, and play it on the go on 3DS. It's like, well, then what yeah. am I doing on Switch? It's like... <laughs> I, it's, well, yeah, it, I, I just... I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I, even It's for the kids, weirder. Mark, the children. What about Luigi's Mansion? How the neat is that? Yeah, For 3DS. I wish it was on Switch if they were going to yeah, do that. Right? Like, Why 3DS? Maybe they'll announce the Switch version later and get you to <laughs> buy it against separately. But like, what... What? Huh? Where was Luigi's Mansion Two? Was that 3DS? Or yeah, was that, yeah, that was 3DS. Yeah. Now you can have so the whole series. It's got to be console. them. It's got to be Next Level doing this as well. Probably they had the engine or something already. You I know? Yes, like, but I was wondering, like, why? Unless you know, the one thing that my immediate thought was, oh, they're like priming the pump for a new Luigi's Mansion game. Right. But if you were going to do that again, why wouldn't you bring it out on Switch as yeah, well? Yeah. Like all these games coming out on both systems. How easy should the Switch port be compared to the 3DS Maybe it's something port? that was in the works for a long time and was just delayed or something. I don't know. It, just, it doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. Right? Like a, yeah. they made a technical demo to show you have to work out on the sequel or something. Like yeah. when uh, they announced the Switch, they pledged to continue supporting 3DS. <laughs> They're living up to that. <laughs> That's what it is. Come hell or high water. Um, but just also kind of a weird game to choose for that. Like if you were going to choose. 
I don't know. It's I don't just need like to play it again. I like Luigi's Mansion me. a lot, but it's definitely not. And you even mentioned like priming the pump for a sequel. We don't need a sequel to Luigi's Mansion. Like you know, it, I think that how many games can you have with a vacuum and with before it like gets old? So like, I liked the first game. I never. I'm just ashamed to say that I never played the second one um it was good i, I blame i blame the 3ds but um not not the game because i was interested i would it would definitely take something new it would take like a new take on it but like a, a that game a game starring luigi in that style like i i, I could i could be open to that i'd be open to that on a switch i don't want another yeah. like yeah, Switch we need another year of Luigi, the year of Luigi to come back. Um, let's see, Dark Souls remastered. We mentioned the um, the amiibo, the Solaire Praise the Sun amiibo that you tap and you actually That's like so do amazing. the emote. You just do it. That's all he does. <laughs> really weird. Um, <coughs> yeah, was there a date announced on the amiibo? Let's see. I think, I think it's, it's the same, same day as the game. Same, yeah. So May May twenty fifth. Um, let's see. There isn't going to be a network test for that as well. Um, haven't announced it yet. Uh, the date, so that will be uh, interesting. Uh, no more heroes. Kind of got shown. That was not what time. I was expecting. Yeah. So Travis strikes again. No more heroes. It looks like a like a collection of mini games. Kind of mean. I mean, like yeah. medium games. games. Like yeah, not yeah. mini, Medi- not media full games, size, media but like. <laughs> There's like eight of them, and they each end up. It seems like basically all each level, of which there's like eight levels, yeah. are are different genres of Video like games. different like parodies of games. But they seem to share that same overhead run and slash thing uh, like that. Yeah, I'm probably they do reuse some like parts that, of yeah, the engine like and a, stuff. But they definitely also mechanic. seemed like out there parts yeah. like real like adventure deep, game deep segment cut retro yeah. uh suda style shit and i'm there. shocked they said it's coming this year like that's yeah that means they must be, be they must work on it fast because when he announced it you could tell like he had no idea what it was going to be like or it wasn't it in development seem, it, it seemed seem like, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah it was literally just a jpeg of travis yeah. but then again <laughs> you know they did show there was that first trailer where he was like playing hotline miami and it seems like it seems like the conceit is that the whole game takes place inside of a system like a yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like an invented uh game heart a piece of game hardware um i'm still a, in i'm still down Okay. Yeah, yeah. No more heroes is great fun. I didn't know you're you're a big fan. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um, two players can team up for co-op multiplayer action. So John, I, are you getting excited there too? You can play with uh, with Graham. There you go. Suplex some guys. Later this year. No. Uh, nothing more given than that as far as timing. Um, Little Nightmares Complete Edition. Again, another one of these games where I'm like, oh yeah, I always did mean to play that. Okay, now if it's on Switch, that's gonna increase Who made the that chances. Again? Uh, Namco Bandai published it. Tarsier. Oh, is that Studios. why Pac-Man's in it or whatever? Oh, is it? Yeah, they they showed Pac-Man. In, oh, I in didn't. Like the... I didn't even see notice that. Um, yeah, you do you remember that? that I don't game? actually. No. So I think it was last TGS they had an event, and on our TGS show, some people were coming in and talking about it, and it launched um, after that, and uh, got pretty decent reviews. Huh. Looks looks pretty cool. Cool. Uh, May eighteenth. Oh yeah, pack, tap the Pac-Man amiibo to unlock Paku Mask when playing, John. That's what you're thinking of. I guess it has some DLC or something in it too. It's called the Complete Edition. Hmm. Um, two Haunting Tales, Undertale. Yeah, we nobody nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> hey. Hyrule Warriors. No, of course. Um, <laughs> 
that's the whole reason that the Switch, the other shit, they just like had to fill out space. They're like, all right, pad it out. Throw it. What do we got? Our Smash Brothers? All right, get in there. That's right. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. JJ's not on this podcast anymore. Do we even need to talk about this? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he liked that one either, though. So, only, John, you were the only one who ever really got into it. Yeah, and I, I mean, the fan service. That is true. I the, should be giving you shit about this. I don't mind JJ. it. The fan service is good. The fan service is good. Ugh, May 18th, John. It's got everything of all the previous versions, so I'll give it a shot. May 18th, just for you. That's right. Oh. oh <laughs> okay, okay, I know what it is now. Oh. <laughs> You're a little closer this oh, time. Oh, <laughs> it sounds exactly. Like it. I don't. You guys just don't fucking play arms enough, apparently. Uh, U.S. and Canada online open tournament. Graham, you like these fighting games? Uh, players who want to show off their skills can enter uh, this the Switch games ranked match mode now through March 18th. Top eight players in the preliminary rounds get a chance to move on to the finals March 31st, and they're going to be streamed live from Nintendo HQ in Redmond, Washington. What are the prizes? Uh, Glory. You get a trip to Nintendo HQ in Redmond, Washington. No, I don't. Because holding actually. tournaments is cool, but also for Evo, they gave zero prize money. So, yeah. Well, Nintendo clearly has a stance on your on like esports, but link at uh, arms.nintendo.com videos, and you can find that out. There's a test punch too that we mentioned earlier. Basically, anybody can play a few modes for free. That's happening. So they're basically just trying to expand March the audience. 31st. Yeah. yeah. So it's hmm. it is smart. Yeah. So right around that time. Uh, where the tournament happens, they're saying, "Hey, you watched it online? Like, play it cool, this cool. weekend, which is yeah, which is smart. Yeah. It's cool. Mm. I did that um, once with the first platoon. Yeah, here's some uh, then then pure 3ds news. WarioWare Gold, WarioWare's still around. That's pretty That's awesome. exciting. Yeah, I'm sad it's 3ds, yeah. but I'm still I will actually play that one. Yeah, I get. I'm um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't see anything about this game that if you would have just shown footage that I'd be like, that is not like one of 20 other WarioWare games that sure. have before. It's been a while, though. They definitely need to put it on Switch at some point because the GameCube one was a lot of fun. Like, playing that multiplayer yeah. is a great time. So I feel like I feel like WarioWare needs a Fire Emblem Awakening-esque, like, here's fucking Anime makeover. everything all... No. <laughs> no. Yeah, to, to chop off all their feet and... Um, Marriage. Uh, weddings. Yeah, exactly. Kids. Um, but no, uh, throw everything up until now all in one big master thing that's going to be the last one ever... And it probably will be the last <laughs> one ever. Because unlike Fire Emblem, I don't know that it would do that well, that it would reinvigorate it. But I think it needs like a... I mean, they do really cool, interesting stuff with those games. Those games are always I mean, they need really to bring neat. back the best one. But the general conceit, what? The twisted one where you... Twisted twist, twist, yeah, twist, yeah, twist, twist, one, yeah. yeah. That was uh-huh. like by far better than the other ones. I, I think it, yeah, it just needs something. It, need, it needs a reinvention. It needs a kick in the pants. Um... It does include fully voiced characters for the first time, so I regret my earlier statement. Um, <laughs> it is a completely new game. Uh, right. August 3rd, so they announced that pretty early. I feel like a lot of this stuff, too, is um, like the, uh, especially Smash Brothers, I'm just kind of think, trying to think, wrap my head around why announce that now smash brothers you tease now because you just want to basically sell switches all year like it's because you know there is a shit ton of people now who are just going to get excited and buy a switch just because it's 
just I knowing that so. it exists. Yeah. And then when E3 comes around, you actually show the game, and then you don't release it to what? It's coming out probably like November or December, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's got to come out in the fall. But I, yeah. I, I, I wonder if they just need the runway. There's so much to talk about. If they do a dojo thing again, where right. like they leak out new info every day, then yeah, they need a pretty long well, life cycle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever do that again, like with every yeah, single yeah. day. But, but always, there's so much to talk about with a new Smash Brothers game because every character, like a new character being announced, is always that's, that's a big more of thing, a reason so. why it's probably just the Wii U version, like kind of enhanced and you know added to. I bet because like yeah, they would need more of a, more of a runway than this to. Right? Didn't the last time they did that for like a year and a half or something? Right? Like well, with like, the Wii version, they definitely did. I, I, yeah. I, but I, it either speaks to there is a. I mean, I'm guessing two things. One, I'm guessing there's still some big. I mean, there's going to be some big new mode to it, of course. But like maybe it's really big, and so the, the having that at E3 will still be really huge, like a you know story mode or RPG mode or something like really robust new way to play smash brothers or and or just they have so much shit lined up for e3 that they're okay mm. like uh peeling away something early and i mean the holiday season's already looking pretty good if fire emblem is still a holiday game if, I, and smash comes along with I it but i doubt that very much but we'll see because all these like things in 2018 like they would have needed to show it again by now for it to be coming out this year We'll see. Um, they've been good about keeping dates, though. Xenoblade so far, Chronicles 2 came good, out. Yeah. True. So, that yeah. is true. Yeah. That was a surprise. Um, so getting back to uh, 3DS, because we're all so excited about it. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, we talked about... Um, oh, there's a boss rush mode, I guess. Um, the, the map is new. Um, yeah. Guys? Talk anybody? about that Mario Hello? and Luigi thing. Yeah, so Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey. So... Tell me when it's coming out. This is a remake. Uh, when is? Why are you like twenty nineteen? Back and forth. Wow. Wait, really? They announced a twenty nineteen 3ds game. That's weird, and that's it's so a awesome. Remake. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly a remake. It's Why announce like that now? Story. That makes it's no so sense funny. at all. I don't know. It, Continued support for the Nintendo 3ds <laughs> family. Of Maybe they just needed more games on 3ds. <laughs> that's really. Uh, that's just. I mean, that is a a really. That is a good game. Uh, but this Maybe. is a weird phenomenon now where anytime they're making any of these games, it's like, wait, and now that they're making them on 3DS and Switch, it's like, well, why don't you just, why aren't, why is that not going on Switch as well? You know? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't this get is it. weird remnants of like having a handheld console and also still having a handheld that ostensibly you're supporting. Um, this is like, uh, in like chibi robo category of uh, of games, like why are you still making this game? Which uh, one? Dylan's oh. Deadbeat Breakers. Dylan's Rolling Western mm-hmm. is getting a new game. Mm-hmm. Action meets tower defense in Dylan's Deadbeat Breakers. Uh, this is a all new game. You play fan favorite Dylan. Everybody loves him. Maybe he'll get into Smash Brothers. I was going to say, that's one of the silhouettes in the background. Uh, Dylan. Um, just an armadillo. I don't even know what Dylan uh, looks like, so I can't say what the silhouette would look like. He's an armadillo with a hat, I think. There you go. Uh, Pretty sure I saw one of those. post-apocalyptic frontier. It launches exclusively for the 3DS family of systems May 24th. And again, free demo uh, available to download May 10th. So market calendar, Graham. Great. Now, I know some hardworking men and women made that game and props to you guys but at some point you have to wonder like when why is nintendo funding stuff like this and people are still like screaming for like mother three and like other things that aren't happening i just like Who i won't, go, I won't go to the mother three card because that's a let's maybe a little unfair but like 
I do just kind of wonder, like, you know, I can't imagine the sales numbers are that amazing. The critical reaction was not that amazing. Not 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 bad. I'm sure in either respect, but I just it does seem like there's just so many other pieces of delicious low hanging fruit to choose from. Right. Like Chibi Robo is the, the thing that comes up. I mean, every time it's like, what? What? How are they making another Chibi Robo game? Like, I'm guessing how are a lot they of these games. Funding another are just, Chibi Robo it's game. Like, you know, bets or like that. Not bets, but like you know, promises fulfilled at like you know bars late night in Japan. Right. It's probably why like Itagaki got Lost like signed bets. by Nintendo. Like I'm sure yeah. like somebody had devil's, way too much to drink. The Devil's or, Third know. Clause <laughs> is being invoked by right. people. Um, Detective Pikachu. <clears throat> Yes. Uh, starting today. The King. Available for pre-purchase on the uh, the eShop. So uh, you get to hear his voice. I don't know. Had we heard it before? I heard the it English on the voice. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Um, launches March 23rd. Playable in 2D only. Marked there, fine. which is kind of interesting. What's up with that? Yeah. 3D is too intense, I guess. Um, and I think Weren't the Pokemon games also only 3D sometimes? Yeah, I think yeah, one yeah. of them, like, wasn't the last one not 3D? Yeah, I think, like, yeah. if you're in the overworld, it's not 3D. There's just, like, too much stuff going huh. on. It's um, What did we, what was uh, anything in the Japan, anything that was only in the Japanese direct or Taiko Drum game? Master. Taiko Drum Master. Right. Uh, Which has uh, Nintendo uh, songs Splatoon in it. music. Yeah, it does. that Mario song. Oh, yes. boy. Yeah. yeah. Good. Do you, use, Roy, the, do you can, use the Joy-Cons as the drumsticks? Yes, you do. More of that, Roy, for your... <laughs> you play that shit on the go. That's that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, they made a point of saying like that he uses the HD rumble. Yeah. So I guess it's trying to like, you know, reproduce that feel of actually hitting a drum. Are there actual nice. drums? or No, no, no. no, no you just... Controller? You shoot them straight out to do a red beat. Like if you're the hitting the face of the drum. Yeah, the Joy-Cons. And then you do it like an so angle at the side to the, the side. You do, like become Ravi drums with this. It's yeah, almost like, like, like... It's like music too. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe they will... Uh, maybe they could put out... If I was them, I would put out a uh, Nintendo Labo like cardboard There you go. Just That's thing. a good idea. Yeah, just yeah. make your drum. Free, free one. People there. love their Taiko, you know, so that one's free. Good. They, they should bring really that well. one out in English. I feel like people would enjoy that. That game's really fun. I wonder if it will. Like, what was the last? Wasn't there? There's a... one on PS2. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure more have come out since no, then. No, but that's no. the one that I bought. There was one. God, was it on Vita? Like in the last two years, I feel like there was one that had like a story mode in it. Oh, I don't. Does know. Anybody? No. Um. Anyway, uh, what else on the uh, uh, the start? Saga Scarlet Grace game that came out a couple years ago on Vita? Saga getting like a Saga port. Frontier. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the Saga series. Oh. So Saga Scarlet Grace came out for Vita a couple years ago and it's getting ported to Switch. Okay. Now. Yeah. They added voice acting, it looks like. And a bunch of a bunch of other platforms it was announced today. There's yeah. like a new story. They put up a website, out. it's coming out on PS4, Steam, Mobile. Oh. oh. Coming out for literally everything ever. Oh man, it's not gonna be like Chrono Trigger, the mobile version. No, no, no. I mean, the everything. game already looked pretty good on Vita, so they just like, upscaled it. <laughs> Let's hope around. not. Yeah. But it was that's a great true. game. It's like, that's true. it's like a Vita port, not yeah. a mobile port, at least. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, what's your barometer for a great game in the Saga series, Graham? Because <laughs> I, I have a sneaky suspicion <laughs> that you are a super fan that doesn't. I do. I love those games, but even within yeah. the Saga series. Better than Dylan? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Dylan's Rolling Western? It's tough to compete with Dylan, but uh, yeah, no, it's. And well, I just think the like I thought it was a fantastic game, but the one thing bringing it down was the Vita, the most the Vita version, Vita yeah. version, which was called say, sorry, Scarlet again. Grace, Scarlet Grace, okay. yeah, which is Japan still only? the same game, Japan only, okay. Vita only, so Vita it was only. stranded on the Vita. Wow! Uh, but they are adding voice acting, and it performed really, really poorly on the Vita, like okay. low, really awful low times everywhere. So I mean, hopefully those get fixed, right? But it's cool that you know it's not trapped on Vita anymore. 
But you, what was the PlayStation One? Just Saga Frontier, piece of garbage game. Yes, you don't. PS One like was Saga. I love Saga Frontier. Unlimited 2. Saga. No, that was PS Two. Man, okay. Maybe. I can't see now. I can't trust your opinion. Saga Frontier so Two was an get, amazing game. I need to get an impartial, like, <laughs> objective opinion on that now. To, to, to confirm to, to be excited to be fair, for that or not. To be fair, Saga Scarlet Grace was received pretty well by like RPG fans, including ones who typically do not like Kawasu's other games. So mm. I'm hoping. okay. He wasn't the director on it, so who? Uh, Kawasu, the guy the, who did the old Saga, the creator of the series. Uh-huh. Yeah, so maybe you know the new guy was like, let's rein things in a bit. But got it. Yeah, it's um, cool. Yep, I won't be picking it up because I've already finished it twice. No, uh. and like all my data is like stuck on the Vita still, so I'm not gonna like jump in and finish with two other characters on a different system. But I'm glad other people can play. I'll it get it on Switch. That anything that's play, gonna so. come out and everything, I'll probably get on Switch. Do so. they say are they adding anything? Do they? They're adding voice acting. Oh right. Uh, they didn't actually say that, but the clips they were showing had voice acting in them. Sure. Uh, aside from that, no, they didn't say anything. So okay. I don't know. Um. Yeah, Octopath Traveler's voices seemed okay too. They had like some English voices. Seemed oh yeah, I, the I ones don't... in the demo were terrible, but that was a long time ago. Oh so really? They, and they might have just been temporary. So yeah, the ones incredibly in the direct, overacted. Yeah, at least yeah, the ones yeah. in the direct seemed okay. Um, very exciting to all of us here. The first two Turok games, <laughs> Turok Dinosaur. So we were out of direct. We're out of the evil. Nintendo Direct uh, territory now. Sadly, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, have gotten re. Oh, already have gotten re-releases on Windows PC. Mm-hmm. They're on Steam, I think. Yeah. And uh, now they're coming. To, okay, they're coming to Xbox One. That's what I was thinking of. Our March second. Oh, Very exciting. Twenty dollars each. Um, Do you think that kid that got named Turok ever changed his name? Because <laughs> they ran that thing in a magazine. If you name your kid Turok, we'll give you money. I wonder yeah. if he. Ever, I wonder if he just rolled. Maybe they that. used some of the money. Uh, to I'm change pretty his sure name. he killed himself. <laughs> um, I'm sure. Pretty sure he took his own life by now. I have like um, reasonably unterrible memories of the first Turok. Like it was an okay game on N64 oof, at the time. Oof. It went downhill from part two. Oof. Well, I mean, you needed a first-person shooter on N64. Is yeah. the only reason yeah. why. That but it was. Game. You know, I just remember a lot of fog. Oh, yes. that was the whole N64 was the game. in general. It was just fog. Very I'm pretty sure there was like a yeah. cloud of fog above the hardware on N64 at all yeah. times. But um, I'm not going to read any more of that. Um, we mentioned Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank is also free on PlayStation Plus this month. Oh, that's good. Um, I that. My number nine, man, they buried the lead here. My number nine is also uh, available for free. I remember that. Two Vita games, Claire Extended Cut. That's the game that ah. I was trying to remember what it was called earlier. The uh, kind of horror-esque, uh, old-school, retro-graphic-style thing. Right. Um, oh, they also have cross-buy. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, and we mentioned before that Sony's going to stop offering free PS3 and Vita games uh, in March of next year. So, um, yep. In uh, sadder, in, in actually not coming to Switch news, apparently, is Diablo... Uh, after uh, Blizzard tweeted a video of Diablo, and it just said, like, sweet dreams, the form of a nightlight being switched on and off, uh, said sweet dreams. Everyone, for some reason, is just like, oh, it's coming to Nintendo Switch. They clarified and said, uh, we're not that clever. So uh, it was meant to be a fun community thing. Huh. Don't get that excited about it. What the hell was it then, though? I wonder. You know, they say it was just a... They're releasing a nightlight, a Diablo there 3 nightlight. Maybe so. Um, uh, and uh, but in other Switch news, um, did you guys have this happen to your Switch? Did you check after the year wrapped up? So uh, basically, people were turning on their Switches, 
and the amount of playtime that they had for games was no longer appearing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You didn't you didn't hear about this, or you haven't no. you checked your switch? I, I haven't turned my switch on in a while. In fact, during this podcast, I literally got a notification on my Apple Watch from my switch saying, "Like, have you turned on your switch lately?" It's like, oh, really? Yeah, it's like Weird. the parental controls app was like saying because I guess because I haven't recorded any playtime in the last like two weeks or something. Uh, yeah, so it appears the system is resetting the amount of time for which games have been played since on or before March 2nd, 2017, suggesting that the Twitch only tracks the month and day players first started up a game, not the year. Did they fix it? Uh, there's an update here from Nintendo of America saying that it is currently, that is, quote, displaying incorrectly for some users. Some Nintendo Switch owners' play activity information is displaying incorrectly. We are aware of the issue, and we expect to have more information to share in the near future. I see. This is like... That would be tragic if that was lost. <laughs> Oculus-level bungling here, right. by well, we the haven't, way. We haven't talked about that yet, have no, we? No, we or, haven't. Yeah. I don't think that's in here also, but they, I did see that there's an update out now. I got an email like this oh, morning. Oh, really? Yeah, that there's an update... Oculus it was what like their certificate security like certificate the, expired. Yeah, the Windows certificate expired, which like, um, yeah, is just kind it of made everybody's Oculus stop working. And yeah. the, the worst part is because it was the security certificate, they couldn't like basically hack in to fix it because the certificate itself was keeping them out. It was just like the worst possible thing. Ugh. Um, yeah, I just I think this is kind of funny stuff. It's not. I mean kind of the bummer part of it is that even i mean quote unquote fixing it i don't know how they would ever maybe there is a way to, to that the data is still there and it's still it better be. be it's still weird to recorded. me that the switch tracks time worse than the 3ds like why did they downgrade it like the, the 3DS, 3ds was super thorough yeah like i've like, never seen anything as good to as the, the minute 3DS. like just yeah. do yeah. that just copy that over to switch please another weird thing i don't think this is in the news but speaking of switch stuff did you guys see what was the game that came out with a physical version recently uh, for Switch, and if you put it, if you're, you're playing it, I didn't see if the digital version did this as well. But when you uh, boot up the game, you know, and it choose, it asks you to choose which player profile you want to play the game under. There's like a new UI for that screen. Oh, no idea. No, I haven't huh. seen that. Yeah, people were like, there was a bunch of speculation, but um, uh, I wish I could remember what the. Uh, what the game was that had happened. It was something that, that had j- has just come out. But um, people were like having fun speculating what it might mean. It was really weird, though, because it's not a system update. It's just part of a game, but it's like a system UI thing. That's weird. Maybe it's just it's possible really to customize that if you want to, but nobody does because it's, you, know, you don't have to. Maybe, but it's... I mean, that would be strange, too, like letting people... Because it's the part of the Switch UI. Like It's the gray thing. It comes up, and it shows like a... Uh, there's like a little picture for each. There's like your icon, which is the only w- what it used to show. So it has your name and your icon, but it has a space for a picture. Um, and right now it just showed the game screen there, but people were speculating maybe they could show like where you were in the game or like stats uh, of your save, oh, I like the I amount of you yeah. got or, or, you know, the, the time in game time that you've been in. Or. I mean, sooner or later, the UI has got to be upgraded. I mean, it's fine that it's simple right now, but like once they get to like the paid online and stuff, I'm assuming it's going to get a little bit of a bump and get more interesting, like the things that it tracks and you can do. But There's a new, speaking of firmware updates, um, there's a new PlayStation 4 firmware 5.50, I 5.5, yeah. yeah. I forget, what were the two... There was like a bunch of parental controls where you could like set limits. Sorry, kids. Like you can set, you can get really specific. They're like running out of stuff to add to the PlayStation firmware. They're getting so deep with this stuff, but you can add 
limits, I think, even per game. But you can say, like, hey, you can only play two hours of PlayStation 4 game or this game between such and such a time. So yeah. you can't, like, sneak out and turn it on <laughs> in the middle of the night or... Or that kind of stuff. Also, um, something with like splitting up your followers and the pe- and the people you follow, yeah. or something. I saw the update and read it, but I don't even know what it Same. means because I don't ever look at that stuff anyway. Yeah, so. pretty, pretty. I mean, good for them. I, I still want the freaking real button fix thing, like not the one that they have in there now. Oh, be like yes, actual just like set my hardware to US please fix hardware. that if nothing else please fix that for PS5 it's so annoying for people like us yeah all us, 20 of the us the 1% yeah. who spend probably like Point the 10% oh, 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 come on I mean, you know. I mean 80 million let's yeah that's true let's that's not true. flatter ourselves that we're even the 1% <laughs> um, ESRB introducing quote in-game purchases unquote label in response to loot box controversy by the way thank you a lot of our news most of our news I'm gonna guess from Polygon and also uh, erstwhile intern not not intern anymore former intern former intern uh dermot who is uh helping us even though he's remotely so shout outs to you uh dermot um he's gonna be back yeah one of these days one of these days one of these days is that it no no release date for dermot (laughs) it's up to the government no 2019 not even like a summer um soon coming soon okay so yeah esrb um basically uh, i just skimmed this but is this basically like a descriptor that they're adding for uh this kind of stuff the label will appear separate from the familiar ESB rating and not inside it oh okay interesting mm. so i i think this is a start but um they also are not like requiring that um like uh drop tables be uh, required they are saying that um some publishers have been posting voluntarily the drop rates but uh, I think that's got to come inevitably. Um, and I think also that it's got to affect your rating, right? Like right now, I don't know. Maybe it actually says in here. Maybe I should have actually read the news. Did anybody <laughs> read the news? Where did you read this? I, I skimmed it. I actually have been avoiding this whole ESRB thing because to me it doesn't seem like, well, I don't know. I have kind of a bad feeling about the whole thing. I feel like whatever decisions they're coming to seem rushed just based on the reactions from everybody because like a lot of people are unhappy with it i mean a lot of people are fine with it but i've seen a lot of people unhappy with it too but unhappy I just, that it's not enough or unhappy just that they're with doing the anything. way they're doing it yeah yeah oh. and it's just like that whole it's a very sticky well situation. somebody's gonna be yeah i think somebody's gonna be unhappy no matter what but i mean i Ethan think einhorn's gonna be unhappy that's for sure but, but oh because he wanted to go farther for another show yeah. and uh noted in-game purchase hater, hater <laughs> uh Ethan einhorn which i mean he's not wrong a lot of the time he does he's a little extreme but he's, he's um, wrong some of the time but yeah but i mean <laughs> especially well i guess that only really applies to pc games where you can be turning stuff in for actual like mm. r- real money in different ways um the gambling and simulated simulated gambling it already is a descriptor um it is kind of a fine line there but i mean i think i don't know it's not clear to me if it's affecting the rating or not and i think it should be i mean if you're if you're like oh i'm gonna buy this game for my kid i think you want to know whether or not very clearly through the rating if it's something where they can be sure. like buying a ton of shit either using a credit card or even the their rating. own money yeah you know it's, um, i think it's supplementary i don't think it's like meant to like not be part of the real rating too yeah it even kind of have to be even separate from loot boxes even just like in-game yeah. Uh, purchases but um anyway yeah lo- lo- lots more smarter people are opining about 
uh, at greater length on that subject. So we'll just leave that there for now. Um, speaking of something that should be left to Don't say smarter his name. people, um, what should I call him? Cheeto, jackass, president, Edith shall whatever. not be named. Um, Shitface. So that happened like overnight here as we're talking, and so people, right. like, the details are just coming now, out now about what have it. Uh, about what happened at the presidential, I don't even know what you call it, like the, the thing we mentioned earlier in the podcast where they're like meaning to basically blame video games for right. for gun violence. I heard um, they watched a video of Dan Reichert or something. Did you hear about yeah, this? I heard, I, I heard it like him playing Fallout, like 10 seconds of it was part of a montage, I think. That's um, amazing. Part of his, yeah, his play. And I I, we, I saw the montage too. Oh, did you? you saw it. Yeah, no, said, I didn't watch it. Friend sent it out in the line chat. Um, Evil Within is in there. Really? Um, yeah, like right at the end. Uh, Wait, a that few super seconds. violent video that was in the chat, that's what they watched? Yeah. Oh. I think that was, yeah, that's what that was. Oh, okay. That, what that was from. That was one of the things that, I they, see. I see. that they watched. Um, and actually, while I was watching, I was like, ah, this, this could have been a lot worse. Like, yeah. for one thing, like that scene, spoilers, and even within two, even yeah. within two spoilers, last chance, <laughs> where they're in the movie theater and like a uh, hundred people's heads explode. Um, that That's kind of uh, violent. But, but of course it had... No Russian, I think, is still like the most damning thing. That oh, if you show yeah. somebody who doesn't, especially like, our, already our, know about it from video games, our, our president who loves Russia. Yeah, uh, there, you go, there you go. Sorry, your yeah. president. No, um, president. And it's just like here's a bunch of people standing. Oh, okay, now we're shooting all of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that one maybe doesn't come across so well out of context on CNN. I mean, even in context, it's a little. It's Whatever, just, the but, whole thing was weird, though, how they like said they're going to be talking with industry leaders, and nobody in the industry seemed to know who it was going to be no, until they like, the day. they contacted them. Yeah. They, they said they, they, said they, they had, it. but then they hadn't, of actually. Course, yeah. Yes, which is par for the course. And then yeah. on Monday, and so... But apparently, I mean, at least initial reactions is like, okay, they're not... Because, you know, the worry is that they're going to really scapegoat it and with right. you shall not be named, like, you yeah. never have any fucking idea no, like I how know. random ass it's going to be. Uh, in in not following like the usual like processes that these things should go through, aka like you know have some studies and and whatnot. But um, but yeah, like that. I mean, the whole gun issue is annoying enough already, and by annoying, I mean <laughs> how fucking not yeah. to wade into that whole thing, but right. like how ridiculous it is, how easy it is to buy yeah. these fucking assault weapons. But it's gonna really piss me off if they somehow still end up fucking pinning at the video game. I know. This looks like a double whammy for... I just want to go there and slap him in the face with a copy of Bad Dudes. You need to call in Sean Baby. Sean <laughs> Baby is the kind of guy who be saved, this. though, in Bad Dudes. Um, yeah, that, that, totally. Uh, yeah, Chrono Trigger mentioned earlier sounds like a, just a total clusterfuck. They put the mobile version up on Steam yeah. and it like complete with like push buttons. Yeah. Push button prompts. Uh-huh. Did you, you're like rocking back I mean, and I've forth. seen I've seen some really great screenshots of that. Just like even that, um, like the select your save file screen. Yeah, it's like you have all these like things that look like they're different resolutions, and all these different like fonts and shit all on the same screen. This is like a like this this stuff really still happens these yeah. days. Like, doesn't anybody know better? Like. They, people have the internet. Everyone will know in ten seconds that, that you have fucked up royally on this. It like, wasn't like as bad as Final Fantasy V or VI, but they still like managed to take those same tiles from Chrono Trigger and have them not actually match up. So if you're looking at like a picture of a forest, none of the tiles actually lead into each other at all. Oh my god, what? It's they, amazing. It's fantastic. Somebody, they've already fuck. fixed it. 
Oh, they have? Yeah, well, I mean, they haven't. Oh, the oh it's have. a fan. The community has gone in and fixed it already, uh, but you can't fix the UI because it's just, it's baked in there. It's this awful mobile thing. So, that's there you disgusting. go. $14.99. Don't uh, support stuff like that. No, Don't buy it. Like, you need to, like, you know, vote with your wallet, so, you know, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, vote it down like, on Steam. Yeah. Trigger, I don't think it matters because, like, I remember when Trigger DS came out. It was like, if it does well, we'll think about it. Then it sold millions of copies, and they're right. like, eh. <laughs> oh, you mean as far as like making a sequel? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I mean, whether you buy this or not, they're not going to do anything with the the series anyway. So just forget about it. Um, we mentioned also Monster Hunter World. Congrats to Capcom, best selling game in Capcom history. We'll put it on the back here. The <laughs> four play bump. You know, uh, made that happen. Uh, Yakuza Six. This is kind of a little uh, funny little thing, unless you work at Sega. So the demo, <laughs> which is the full game, just time-limited or, or limited to a certain part of the start of the yeah. game, I guess. Um, accidentally, it seems like, uh, at least in America, not in Europe or Japan, instead of the demo version, they just put up the game so you could download as a demo for free <laughs> the full game, and it wouldn't stop you at How where it's supposed happen? to. I mean, how does this happen and not get noticed in like five minutes and fixed? Well, I mean, how it happens is the file size for the two things are exactly the same, probably, are all very, very close because this is the danger when you do a demo like this, right? It's just the full game. That is just like with a couple a extra thing. lines of code. That's like just make sure this happens. But right. they just example, dragged, they dragged and dropped the wrong package file. That's exactly. <laughs> what. They uploaded it and they were like, "Oh, okay, there it is." For example, <laughs> yeah. How does that person not then immediately download and play the demo to make sure it's the demo? You know what I mean? Like how? Like how does right. this get to the point where like I don't know how many people downloaded the game, but like. I can tell you one thing. Any fucking time we make a game ever again, I'm going to download the Seriously, man. Because I would never even think to check it. It's like, okay, well, if if it goes through all the processes that happens and it's up on the store, then that means it's working and it's, you know, the thing. But the, the problem with this one is they probably do have a process that checks and just makes sure it's working. But the problem with this one is you had to play through the demo right, for, right. to see it stop. However many yeah. hours it is, yeah. And you wouldn't know because, like, yeah, anyway. Did they ever say, or like, whose fault it was? Like, not that they're no. going to point fingers, but, like, do we know if it was, like, a Sega thing or a Sony thing? I don't thing, think or? they ever will, no. Wow. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, um... They were saying, uh, yeah, they had to take it down, too, which also kind of doubly sucks because they have to take it down, and then probably it takes right. a few more days the for them to again, get the, yeah. the, the demo version up. Although, apparently, if the, the correct version was uh, went on in Europe, you could probably, if you have a European mm. uh, PlayStation ID, if don't, you should. Just download it there. Speaking of Yakuza 6, thanks, Sega. We just, before recording, got some copies yes. of that, so we may be able to talk about it next episode. I am excited. Uh, I know young Dermot is uh, eagerly punching people's faces in nice. as we speak i am so. i am very excited uh let's see what else overwatch do we have any overwatch players no, here skip it, skip it. yeah i guess we're gonna have to skip that there's a new <laughs> there's a new player congratulations overwatch the most popular thing ever there you go skip it, skip it, skip it. um i was talking to somebody recently about overwatch and how it's just not if you've done an overwatch player it's not that fun to watch there's that big league with all the money and stuff uh, yeah no has anybody else tried watching that i, I tried watching it it's just not uh, that compelling if you don't already, I guess, know... It's kind of like Dota, too. I just don't get Dota. Yeah. Like, watching it's like, this is not fun. I'm Overwatch, sure, you know, if you're into it, it's is, like, hey... You can tell what's going on. Somebody's like being shot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but it's like... Yeah, but... Um, esports. Esports. Um, PAX organizer acquires US Gamer, Eurogamer, and more. This is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, this is interesting. Our friends over at US Gamer are now owned by the... 
group that uh, runs New York Comic Con and the PAX conventions, Read Pop, um, the Gamer Network, I guess. Um, yeah. And I guess they had their own convention or something, and that's partly why they got bought, probably. Hmm. Or presumably. I- I'm just okay. totally guessing here. I don't really follow it that closely. But So yeah, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, also in there, GamesIndustry.biz, Digital Foundry, and uh, DB in addition to, like we mentioned, Eurogamer and US Gamer. Um, hopefully this is good things for those outlets. Yeah. Eurogamer and US Gamer and Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Enjoy all of those. Eurogamer's a great site. I mean, oh. they're, all, they're all great sites, but hopefully they don't go away now because of this, as this happens on occasion. Right? Sometimes like this is like, in. you know, and you can, you can never tell it's the start because they're always like, oh, no, this is a great yep. thing. This is whatever. And then like six months later. As soon as you like, look away, everything's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we already talked about this as well. The uh, yes. how Egg. Part-time UFO. Yeah, part-time UFO. And uh, I don't, like, are you are you a Harry Potter fan? No. Okay. Okay. Not really. Why is there Harry Potter news? I blame Dermot in my news. We do have a youngster. Okay. That's right. Gathering okay. the news. This is him. That's so cute. It's like, <laughs> it's like when, you know, you give your, I don't know why you would give your kids your excel work to do and they like slip a little drawing like with crayon in there um as is what happens we'll do time, this for yes. dermot it's gonna be our last thing of news dermot this one's for you uh not just a test if you're listening but also that too um harry potter hogwarts academy the up i can't I, I'm sorry i can't do it I, I my eyes skipped ahead and i saw ios and android and i just i have to i have to cut it off there um and uh, let's cut off the podcast here as well. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, let's see. Where, who wants to tell people where they can find us? <laughs> Roy's looking at me. <laughs> so uh, we're on the internet at 8-4.jp. Also our second home at giantbomb.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at 8-4-play or our personal Twitters. Uh, I am at John TV, Mark. At Mark McD. Roy. At Kotawari. Graham. At Timely Howard. And uh, Reset Era Thread. There's a Reset Era Thread. We're on... Uh, like us on Facebook. Like, yeah, if you want that, to. But like, like us on Facebook. Uh, review us, review on us on iOS. We read them like once every two years or so. Yeah. Um, the questions have been great. Yes. Keep Send them us coming. questions. Yes. To eight, at 8-4-play. Yes, hashtag. on Twitter. We, no, we don't need a hashtag. hashtag. Dermot's reading them all, all right. so hashtag thank you, Dermot. How are we going to wade through the thousands and thousands of, of questions? Okay, Dermot's well. keeping an Excel database that will okay. be mined for all time. All um, right. But uh, next episode yeah. will be very interesting. Will it? Because uh, mm-hmm. you and I won't be here. Oh. That's right. That so, is in interesting yeah <laughs> roy and i actually just thought we'd do a live stream where we drink vodka and play bloodborne yes <laughs> uh, that's a great idea i'm gonna say no what was it like let's listens or whatever the fuck you guys did the last time <laughs> sorry we we'll left. just come up with a new name for it yeah um, that's, that's drinking that's not that's not happening let's drinking maybe okay yeah actually um <laughs> No, no playing old garbage saga games though on uh, on the, on the <laughs> game. Yeah, it's already okay. Bloodborne. We're going to do this whatever community thing. Return to Yarnum. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something <laughs> out. We got two weeks to figure something out. So um, until then, until then, thanks as always for listening. And uh, who wants to take us out? Blah 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 bl
think, uh, I, think I think we got it. <laughs> right. I, th- I think we got it. <laughs> Difficulty is very intense. It may send some of you players to the Toad Asylum. I don't know, man. Let me let me see this. You know, I mean, the Game Boy's graphics—they're just not as good as all the other handhelds. What? What? Well, you don't be dissing Game Boy, buddy. You don't gotta be do it, man. It's just, it's just not. Well, you know, it seems like all you have to do to make a good video game today is kind of like be green. You know, first we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then we had Battle Toads for the Game Boy. What could possibly be next? Give me one. Uh, Go ahead. Shoot one green out. Stuff? Talk some green. Let's go. Give me some green. Stuff? Okay. How about um, uh, geeking geckos from the planet Gertrude? How about the, the flying lizards from Lancaster? Yeah, Lancaster. Very nice. Fun. All right. Chill out, man. Let's leave our character design to the pros.